Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808. And we have the honor of sitting here now and talking about what some people have been calling one of the best hip hop years ever. There has been a lot of good <laughs> hip hop years. At Ray, that's Raymond Reed's there sniggering. And usually I would shout him down by now. I'm actually not going to, because I am of the thought that 2021 was slightly better and actually may have birthed two classic albums. Whereas this year, I'm not so sure, but I'm getting way ahead of myself as usual Cam does at the end of the year. But happy end of year to all you hip hop heads, all you hip hop nerds. I've got Raymond Ridge over there in one corner and we don't have James Midwinter, but we do have Yemi from Rhymes Like Dimes over there. He's been on a few times and the last time was Stella. We did hip hop films, best hip hop films. Yemi, how you doing, my man? How, how are you, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, happy of an end of year to both of you and everybody listening and watching. Yeah, very cold. I mean, <laughs> London is very, very cold right now. Um, almost out of the blue. Snow as well. Nearly slipped outside my gates today. So, you Ooh. know, that's always good. But, you know, I've got, yeah, I've got that. I've got that feet coordination, so I'm all good. But yeah, blessed, man. Happy to be here. I love it. Love that, mate. Love it. Uh, talk about feet coordination. I don't know if anybody's watching the World Cup, but the way Messi did Guardiola the other day and put that man in the blender, mate, he, he turned him upside down. It was unbelievable. Sorry, I, I am in World Cup mode. And that just It was 2007 all over again. It was, it was. Dear Jerome, Boateng, wherever you are, we're thinking of you as well. Uh, oh, but, <laughs> but Ray, Ray, sorry, mate, I've left it way too late. You already said a little snigger there about the year. How are you, mate? And then just explain the snigger for me. What's happening, Osman? Iqbal is in the house. Oh, live um, show. Yeah, yes, yeah. of course. We got Osman more good up. I think it's worth um, mentioning. I don't know if this is, I'm currently with, with, I'm with COVID. Is that the phrase? With, I don't know. It sounds COVID. like. I'm, I'm, yeah. I am, I'm with COVID. That's currently. the least hip hop thing and, um, you've done in the last 24 hours is to use yeah, the sentence. You know what the least fucking hip hop thing is? Mm. Yes, yeah, so the least hip hop thing is is obviously having COVID. But so I'm in the UK at the moment, visiting family, then vis- travel from their place to a mate's place, mm. feeling a bit off and was like, oh, I looked, and he had some fucking COVID tests. So I did a COVID test at his place. Mm. Anyway, train strike, fucking everything strikes in the UK at the moment. Everything is fucking falling apart. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you've done to this fucking country. <laughs> well, I, I left and it was fine. I, I left think you voted for Brexit and, and then you left. I think that's what happened. The fucking thing is falling <laughs> apart. But um, yeah, so <laughs> my... <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't vote for it. He was in Australia, but I was was in Australia. I was on a a beach. We kidding. Um, (laughs) Anyway, point being, um, I was at a mate's place. I was like, "Fuck, I don't. I don't want to ruin your Christmas by giving you COVID." So I called my brother. I'm like, "Yeah, I got positive for COVID." He was like, "Oh yeah, because my sister-in-law is all like, I don't know, worried about infecting parents and situation." Just like, have you got anywhere else you could stay? (laughs) Anyway, I'm in a travel lodge. This is a travel lodge. Oh, I'm in a fucking travel lodge. Just being Ray, sick Ray, <laughs> fucking living it up. Is that at least hip-hop thing? It's not even the top floor. It's not even the penthouse. It's just... I so think... I've got, you know... I think people... You know, when they, you have, like, free Travelodge tea with milk that's not really milk that's been there for, like, six years. Yeah, yeah. How's it taste? Bitter. Just like it's Ray. It's all right, actually. <laughs> it's all right. Well, Ray, this uh, is, this that, is, that's very least hip-hop. This is my sixth mince pie. <laughs> Shit! Turning that's into a lot. That's a lot. Travel lodge doesn't do that to you. Bastard. <laughs> they were, yeah. I feel like, you know how like, life. You know how like hip hop has an obsession with the Holiday Inn. Mm-mm. I feel like the Travel Lodge, <laughs> the Holiday Inn's little brother that it never claimed. 
I love that. Yeah. Let's yeah. unpack that. Stop. Let's not do the show. Travelers Let's unpack that. Travelers I don't want to know it. They don't mention, they don't want to, yeah. they don't care to, but they don't care to mention like, you know, what brother? I don't have one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but where does Premier Inn fit then? Yeah. If you're doing that, where's Premier Inn fit? Do you know what I mean? Is that above Travelodge? I feel like it is, but I don't know. This is, is I've this never any... Premier Inn in a bar, so I'd have to put it in the same territory for now. Right. Okay. Like it. I like it. So hotel chat, hotels, service station, hotel chat ticked off. Now <laughs> I'm guessing that's raised like Lisa pop thing. I'll do Lisa pop things. I'll do mine. Yeah. Me. I'd like to hear yours after least hip hop thing in the last 24 hours before I jump in there, actually just to say, uh, yo, 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 Osman in the live show, Jack P even all looking forward to this on. So am I mate, uh, Osman, big up Cam and Ray. Happy to see Yemi on the other end of the ch- year in chat. We, we all the love, all the love, man. Um, but yeah, for me, it is a toss up. And uh, one was this morning when I was cleaning uh, my little lad's boots, football boots, and we bought this thing called a boot buddy, which is like a plastic can, but like a squeezable, like plastic thing with a hard brush. And then like you could pour water in it and cap it off. So basically when you are clearing your Adidas, it's like fucking water. Comes. And for the amount of fucking time it takes me to clean this lad's boots, I, that is the amount of joy I got from just a five minute, I was like, fucking brilliant. You know, you think you can fucking crit walk afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that shit. And, but, but that was almost completely overtaken by, I had to come into this room to do this recording with you boys. Now it's the cold. It's minus five. It's the uh, coldest room in the house. And I have this thing for my big 12 hour shifts, which is like a hot water bottle for your feet. Um, so it's all got a little encasing and you put the hot water in there. It lasts a good four or five hours of good heat and you're all toasty and everything. And I, I have that on me right now and it feels incredible and I'm not feeling the uh, the cold. And those are my least, I can't imagine any, I can't imagine large professor going to the automatic sessions and going, hold on, Nas, before I uh, do <laughs> drop anything, I need to go get this uh, hot water bottle for my feet and uh, crack on. Although if he did, maybe your might have been even better. No one will ever know. That's the thing. No, I reckon they did that in the cold. Uh, there was the co- there was some cold. There was some cold in there. There was some shivering. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. No hot water bottles in the automatic sessions. <laughs> yeah. <Definitely not>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Yemi. Were you going to say something there, mate? This is what we tend to do is go off on tangents. I just thought it was, yeah, I mean, the tangent was was tangenting, wasn't it? Um, tenuous Links are us. Um, tenuous Links Inc. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> it's all good. For. I think... Yeah, I, I can only imagine a very like freezing it because like I don't even know I can't remember where he recorded Illmatic, but I can't imagine it was the warmest atmosphere. And I imagine like it was the nineties and stuff, macho, machismo, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, probably only heat they got was from smoking. That's that's it. Yeah, that's it. And the bars themselves. That's all I'm gonna I'm gonna keep dropping these little puns and little you know little takes and that you know I'm not Rock Marcy. I haven't got the triple entendres, but you know I've got what I got and, I, and I'm gonna try to use it. So, uh, uh, Yemi, least hip hop thing, mate. What what's your least hip hop thing in the last twenty four hours? Uh, so I've been putting off watching this show for ages, and now I've started really getting into it. I've started watching The Crown on Netflix. Why, bro? Uh, Why? Why are you doing it? You know what? You know what it is? Mm. I don't know. I don't actually know. Um, the missus and I watched the fourth season when they introduced Princess Diana last year, 2020. Mm. It was around COVID times. Mm. And then we started watching the, the new season this uh, today, not done today, a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, 
continuing that story. And I thought to myself, all right, if I'm supposed to be so committed to the show, let me go back. Let me go. That was my phone dropping. Let me go back mm. to um, season one. So I started watching it from there. And, you know, it's an easy watch. Very, very like, you don't really have to pay too much attention to it. Mm. Um, I'm kind of OCD in that sense where if I start something, I have to finish it. Right, right. Even if it means I finished it. I started it from like when I wasn't supposed to. I gotta go back and do it. So yeah, I've been watching The Crown. I love me a bit of Lizzie. Rest in peace. You know what I mean? Um, do you know what? I don't. I wonder. I, bet, I just know. I've got a feeling there's a hip hop star out there somewhere who's just been traversing Netflix and gone. Eh, I might watch a bit of Crown. I don't know. That I've got a feeling there is one. I don't know. I've got a feeling. Maybe if maybe feel MC because it's got that you know royal role models and shit. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know. Ray, you into The Crown, mate? You still busy watching Friends? Which way? Always watching Friends. <laughs> you're funny. You're funny. You're you funny. laughed. You um, did laugh. 2022 <laughs> ending with a bang. I know. So I, I, I haven't. No. So basically, there's, there's a whole, there's a shitload of series where I'm like, fuck. If I start watching that, I'm gonna have to watch all of it. And maybe the Crown doesn't actually fit that category, but I can mm. see, I can see why you would. And I like to think that, um, as much as they would never admit it, I mm. think the the royal family. Do would watch it? Of course, they watch it. Why? Yeah. Well, like, does people make it? You'd be like, is this act? Who's saying accurate? they're not then, watching it? You know, who's saying they're not watching it? Yeah. My more no, intriguing thing is I, I is EPMD watching The Crown. That's my more intriguing thing. Like, who is that group that's watching The Crown? I don't know, mate. I don't like the royals. I'm I'm an anti-royalist, so I don't really have that. I don't know. Maybe anti-royalist. What's wrong with you? Big time. Big time. Uh, Listen, I'm anti. I'm anti monarchy as well, but sometimes you got to study the enemy so that you know them. Uh, so I feel you. I do. No, no. I'm not even having to go about the crown. The crown's entertainment. Yeah, I feel you though. I feel you. I feel you. Um, okay, before we go into any more weeds and tangents and all that, let's get into it. It's about 15 minutes in. This is what you shout. This is how it tends to four hours, lads. This is how it tends every fucking time. Let's just try to rein it in a little bit. I want to keep us kicking. Um, and Ray, no more of these fucking 30 albums. Just bring five. Yeah, fuck me, dickhead. Right, let's go. <laughs> I know that's usually me too, mate. That's the joy of it. Uh, Just for everyone in the chat, Cam's brought a fucking thousand tracks. He can't make a decision, so he just picks everything. Can't make a decision. I can confirm. Yeah, it's it's more joyous <laughs> not to make a decision. That's what I'm gonna say. Live your fight, life with no, joy, lads. Either way, participation trophy mentality. Nah, that's what it see, is. now you've got hierarchical on me, mate. I don't need to get into that. I'm more about fun and love and joy and you know all that shit, abstract shit. I'm into that. Right, let's yeah, let's participation let's just... trophies, yeah. <laughs> this world well, well, imagine there being no trophies, Ray. Imagine that. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Just like Yeah, no, imagine there just being one and one winner, and if you then you're just fucking striving to be the best. That's I the point, it. isn't it? I love pushing these buttons and here we go. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Ray is definitely the most totalitarian guy I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. I'm going to think about yeah. it. I was ever said it that way, but uh, that's interesting. Uh, and that's why we've got you on. Uh, so let's have a look. Uh, Premier Inn has the Lenny Henry seal of approval. That is very true. That is very true. I don't know what that means for hip-hop or where it stands, I think, but thank you, Osman, for that. Jack P, yes, the boot buddy rocks. Yes, Jack Jack P, oh my God, so it's a thing thing, is it? Oh, wow, amazing. Uh, yeah, it does really rock. Um, Osmanic Bal, isn't hot water bottle a bolding James? Look, it is, mate. It actually is, because I remember listening to it and thinking, yeah, I feel you, Baldy. I feel you. I wonder if he was when he wrote, he sounds like when he raps that he has his feet in a hot water bottle uh, holder thing. I, I don't know where that's going. Uh, but 
Free Music Empire, big up, man. Ray and Cam are the Casey and Jojo of this hip hop blogosphere. That's <laughs> brilliant. That's brilliant. I'm Bagsy, not Jojo. I'm KC. So that makes Ray Jojo. I don't know. I'll be KC all day long. Uh, although I do remember what they doing a live show in the 90s. Our mate went and he said, uh, they're fucking ridiculous. He said, they're like, I don't even know if this is fucking true, but they were like, there were people just doing crack. And I was like, no, they fucking weren't. He was like, yeah, mate. They were just fucking on crack. They were cracked up. They were fucking singing. And I was like, Casey and Jojo like that? Holy shit. That was a while back, so don't hold me. But you know how rumours spread. And we used to have a rumour, uh, what do you call it again? Rumour roulette. Remember that, Ray? Rumour roulette we used to do. Throw oh, that one on there. Yeah. Throw that on there. Um, so here we go. Tell me it's real hip hop. <laughs> Osmond Iqbal and Os- uh, Open Silk Shirt Analysis. Like that, Free Music Empire. Absolutely. Uh, so I <laughs> love that. Uh, let's get into it then. Oh, uh, actually, because we're talking about the... Uh, uh, patrons, I just want to say, big up everyone, and also Yemi, congratulations on Rhymes Like Dimes doing really well, fucking over the year. Saw some nice growth there for yourself on Spotify. Everyone's been sharing the stats. It's great to see everyone getting bigger and bigger. I just want to thank you, and all the listeners basically who who have supported us and the Patreon and all that shit, man. Yeah, it really it does help, and it's yeah, it's, it feels fucking good that we can deliver this shit. And Yemi, man, congrats. Just had to say, man, congrats before we kick off. But yeah, big up, Appreciate man. You, man. Thank you. Go check that show. Yo, 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 just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month. You can get two bonus episodes, including including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s and also you get our series focusing on MF Doom and Jay Dilla and also the Wu-Tang Chronicles. Once a month we drop an album review of every single Wu-Tang member. We're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys and right now it's Ghostface. Go in there, get them Ghostface Killer Editions in your catalogue. So get involved, help us grow this show and yes, big yourselves up, enjoy the rest of the episode. Boom. Uh, right let's fucking do it top five albums what we're going to do uh, we've got a ho- as people regular listeners know we have a list of different categories uh, that we go through and we're going to attack these pretty swiftly today I hope uh, and we have our top five albums to kick off these categories uh, I'm going to just recap from the mid-year this is what we all had uh, James Midwinter was on and this is what we all had James had in his five uh, Ramona Park Broke My Heart by Prince Staples Mr. Morale the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar uh, Continuance by Currency and The Alchemist uh, Metron's Cube by AJ Swade and Televangel and it's almost right by Pusha T. I had Aethiopes, uh, Billy Woods of Preservation, uh, Man Plays the Horn by Cities of Eve, Roger's Son by Iblis, and Metatron's Cube by AJ Spade and Televangel, and Mr. Morale the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. And Ray's uh, last five were Vinyl Days Logic, Soul Surgery, OG Known for Smoking, Meth Lab 3 by Method Man and Starts Finish, Paul Wall and Terminology, and Bushido Code by Prop Dylan. So that's our mid-year, and we got a lot of love for that. And now I'm going to kick off these five. I'm going to, I'll go with my first one, right? So I've ranked these, but they're very loosely ranked. Uh, you can bring yours ranked or whichever, however you want to do it, guys. But I'm going to go with my number five, and I feel it's in someone else's list, if I remember the notes correctly. My number five of the year is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. Now, 
Uh, let's, uh, I think it's probably one of the big landmark releases of the year in popular hip hop, well, popular music, let's just say music generally. He's, he's beyond hip hop now, I'd have thought. Um, and the reason it's in my five above all those other ridiculous amount of great music that we've heard this year, uh, I would say, I don't know how many artists he's gone past the MC into artistry for a while now, but this itself feels so artistic in its intention in the fact that it's almost like a play, if you know what I mean. It's almost like a show, and especially I went to see him in Leeds, and it really lends itself to that theatrical uh, choreograph choreography, uh, and it just makes it almost bigger than it is when you've seen it live. And then obviously he is one of my candidates for MVP. He isn't my MVP of the year, but doing Glastonbury stuff like that, I think with a, his like star is shining bright. For me, this could be the moment it is faltered a little in some people's eyes. I would say, even despite that, how hard it is to take such huge, lofty ideas, issues, messages, and make them into replayable pop songs. And that shouldn't be slept on. I know people don't like Kurt uh, Cobain. I think that's one Kurt Cobain's genius was to do what he did and put it into his genre of music that he loved. And that's what Kendrick's is doing, basically. And he's doing it over and over again. On this album, it hasn't got the bangers like King Kunter, uh, I would say, has any of those. We did a review of this, by the way, in the summer. So if you want a real big review, we have got that. You can go back there and listen to that. Uh, but I, we all bought it mid-year as well, so we talked about it there as well. But to summarise it up, basically, like when you've got all these themes and... It's an album that people go out there and say, it's a better album to talk about than to listen to. I can completely see that argument, but I found it, the messiness, the complexity, the hypocrisy in it is quite troubling at times. I just found it really vibrant and had me asking a lot of questions about the artist himself as well. And if this is, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, so that's where I'm at. Number five is Kendrick. Anyone else got Kendrick in their fives? I've got Kendrick in my five. Um, Come on then, Yimmy. And, and, and more on that later. No, <laughs> no, no. Bring it now, man. Bring it now. Let's, let's go. Oh, cool. Fair enough. I mean, so, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm just going to say it. It's my favorite of the year. Wow. Okay. It's number one. Yeah. It's number one. Um, and the reason why it's number one is I know a lot of people. I know it's divided a lot of people. Mm. Like I remember the day it released, I was in Sweden actually. I was with uh, some friends, and we all went off into separate rooms to listen to the album when mm. it dropped. And you know, when we all came back, there was probably five of us. Two of us really loved it. One was in the middle, and two hate didn't really like it as much for various reasons. Whether it was like the kind of musical compositions, mm. what he was talking about, um, the inclusion of certain uh, artists in there, like Kodak Black. Um, sure, it didn't sit well with 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 people generally. Um, but for me, I think if you just look at the songwriting, mm. if you look at the, the themes, the guy is a master when it comes to taking a story and making it so digestible from track to track to track and making sure that no one is left behind when he's telling that story. I think we saw that with To Pippa Butterfly where, you know, you kind of had the idea where he started off where he kind of made it, but, you know, he's got the survivor's guilt of having made it in spite of, you know, where he's come from. Um, and him kind of dealing with success and dealing with fame. Um, we're kind of seeing that on Mr. Morale, but to a grander scale. Mm. Um, I think he's really tapping in and honing in on some really personal traits of his and personal stories of his that we have never been privy to. As much mm. as we feel like we know Kendrick through the through the albums that he's dropped, 
not like this not like this we didn't know we we we, we didn't know like he, that he had kids for instance we didn't know that you know he was he, he cheated on his his partner his longtime partner mm. we didn't know he went to therapy we didn't know about his family history on auntie diaries and mother i sober like three two like heavy 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 songs but at the same time they're beautiful in a sense because it's that kind of going from ignorance and kind of a struggle to then that kind of emancipation at the end for both tracks and i think that generally is what is so gratifying about the album the fact that he kind of emancipates himself from generational trauma from from struggle and all that and i feel like it you hear that so vividly on 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 the album i think savior is like mm. an amazing song oh man i love that song that's like one of the most almost played of the year n95 is a banger mm. um united and grief is a banger worldwide steppers um we cry together mm. i mean that i goodness. can't do we we cry together i can't uh, no not we yeah it is isn't it that that one eminem energy. When, when arguing, M&M M&M energy. yeah 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 the, the the thing is, the other funny thing is, when I saw him live, how many fucking kids know all the words already? I couldn't get over it. It felt like I was younger. It was a very young crowd. And not only that, it was a very white crowd as well. And they fucking, and they knew every one of all their verses, Baby Keen's verse as well. I was like, fuck me, man. I didn't know this how kids are going on. But obviously, yeah, definitely. But no, you're right. And I do agree with you. I just wanted to say one thing about the album that it is troubling and all this stuff. And I think the messiness, the incoherentness is, it's very human record at the end of the day. Like there are a lot of fucking errors in human that humanity can be a bit fucking mess do you know what I mean like that's what it is but I'm not I'm not trying to excuse some of this shit but I'm just saying I can kind of see where it's coming from but I was watching it what made it really interesting was I was like is this fun though is it fun to listen to someone going to therapy and that's what I first had when I first heard it like is it really that fun to listen to someone going for all this shit or is it not and over the year I've really fell in love with certain tracks and they've like kind of dotted all over my playlist and I was watching I don't know if you guys watch Mythic Quest do you watch Mythic Quest? It's a comedy about uh, gamers, right? And uh, they make this, per- she makes this perfect, spoilers for Mythic Quest, she makes this perfect video game. Like it's perfect, right? It's brilliant. It's pioneering. It's ambitious. It's filled with like substance and shit, right? And she passes it off to the testers and they're all like, yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. But that's, 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 that's it. Right. So what, what do you, like, what do you mean? It's just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. It's just no fun. And and it really that that little area that grey area of like striving to be like oh this is that pinnacle of my craft but then actually mate it's not fucking fun anymore and that worry about like when he's saying he's not your savior but that it, when you have enough people around you saying you are you get that Michael Jackson energy for me which is that if you surround yourself by enough people telling you, you are the savior and you're like no no I'm not I'm not no matter what happens if you carry on your career selling shitloads of records, you might end up disappearing up your own ass. And I have a worry that Kendrick might disappear up in his own ass a little bit in the next few records. I really hope that's not true. Maybe it's just me being really anxious, but I can just see him. Uh, I don't know. This seemed like such an interesting break from what he's done before. And I'm just interested in what he does next, maybe. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I've misstepped there. Uh, Cam and the missteppers. There you go. Uh, so, <laughs> Ray, sorry. I'm sorry. Ray, did you have anything to say about Kendrick at all? Did you listen to it at the end? I know you hadn't listened to it mid-year. Nothing good. Nothing good. Okay. Anything no, I'm checking. But basically, I, I think if you're if you're invested in Kendrick, then I mm. think it's an album you're going to enjoy. I'm not in short, but, um, this, the whole, um, it's, it's, you, you listen to Andrew Huberman. I do not. Anyway, whatever. He's a, he's a, 
a podcast and neuroscientist fucking clever guy he talks mm-hmm. about um like the effects of uh, dopamine in your life so if you're oh, yeah, you saying to a mate like fuck you gotta read this book this book's amazing you shouldn't do it because you just effectively ruin the book for them because they're expecting it you know what i mean they're expecting mm-hmm. that amazing and i think with kendrick he suffers from like you've just both been fucking going on about oh kendrick the fucking lord god himself kind of thing and like that's when that sets people at like me up i'm already expecting like nah nah it ain't gonna be that good and you go in listening to it and i'm like it just mm. it just always sounds i don't know mm-hmm. and maybe that so that's why i'm i'm trying not to be just like just negative for the sake of being negative i'm trying to be aware of maybe the effects of what's you know what what's happening you're going in with expectations high and it just it just sits at mediocre for me like all of his back catalog is mediocre for me so i, I don't know why people are like yeah it's, it's, it's all right it's a couple of right beats there but You've said this. Is before. he responsible for the beats? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah so it's you, just like you, you said a lot of this before, and I, and I do feel you. And uh, yeah, and, yeah, and that's the same thing leading to what what you said. You you being afraid of what he might disappear up his own ass in the future. I'm like, he's already disappeared up his own ass, as far as I'm concerned. And I think as well, uh, Free Music Empires put it put it perfectly there as well. Like, let's have a let's have a quick let's have a quick the pers- personality of an annoying stranger talking down to you about random things when you're picking up take take out food <laughs> which is well, I mean, here's the thing like as much as i understand and i get the whole idea of like high expectations and stuff for someone who is a kendrick fan and has been a kendrick fan for well over a decade mm. i feel like he has personally met expectations every time me um, too me too never, absolutely he never, he never came into the game as like this pop star he came into the game as a spitter and absolutely he's and he's maintained that for me as the budget's gotten bigger and he's met more producers and you know his reach has gotten bigger i think maybe expectations obviously have changed but i think him musically he's developed but not in a way where he's i don't think he's got an arrogant with it i think he's just telling his story he's been telling his story for time and i feel like he's i did, this album made me realize how marmite he is it yeah made me realize yeah that me too have been waiting have been waiting for a moment for to him tell him Bro, you are not me. This time, when it sort yeah. of thing. I, I, I do think you know what, Yemi. Absolutely, I'm not saying this is people at Free Music who've put it so eloquently on his his take of it. I don't agree with that, by the way. But it's very funny. Uh, but I I do think there has been and there. That's fine. I do think there has been, a, you know, like the red tops in England. They can't wait to take you down, man. And this is always the way. This is always. This, I can't remember many artists where people are just full of love all the time, all the time. Nas hasn't had it. Jay Z hasn't had it. Fucking no one's ever had. It. Eminem's not had it. So it's like people are always waiting to take you down. And I think as long as his artistry is on point, and I find like with this album, fuck me, mate. The re- the. It, it, there's no way he's talking down to me when when some of them tracks are just so melodious they're in my ear all fucking day and that's like you're soundtracking my life without you know and, and i love that and then i can pick apart the depth to it in the the you know the the kind of confusing stuff to it as well but look we've talked about this album three times on this podcast this year it's number five for me it's number too one much. for yemi too much uh, yeah we've, we've talked about it a lot anyway so do do dig back into that feed Yo, yo, just interrupting this episode real quick to get you guys involved with the show via the Crate 808 mailbag. Yes, hit us up, 
crate808 at gmail.com because we want all your hot wrap takes or cold wrap takes. It's a long list of questions we have, but we want to know stuff like your best and worst rap concert stories, best examples of xylophone and flute in hip hop. We do have a Patreon Spotify playlist for that. Any football, soccer reference in rap, throw it our way. We are always ready for a few more of those. What are the best guest openers on rap albums also with that who are the best features who has come in and stole that rap song we want to know your takes and it can't just be buster from scenario every time the strangest dreams you've had about rappers that's another one we get some great correspondence from that also what rapper swag would you wear to a wedding funeral or job interview where is the weirdest place you've met a rapper we've had snoop dogg in a cinema once it was amazing what is the best and worst rap merch you've ever bought and here's another one you have to get a rap song tattooed on you somewhere which one where and why uh, who is your gateway hip-hop group mine was crisscross who got you into rap also your last five mic moment that's one of our categories and i just wanted to know your last life five mic moment come on bring the feels i'm here for it is dj mugs on your 90s production rushmore if not why not we have a ghostface series on our patreon so we have our list for 36 best ghostface songs uh, our best ghostface features and also our favorite ragu tracks that's Ray and Ghost together our favourite tracks of those as well Goat Rap Duos we want to know you know but we talk about Ragu there there you go Goat Rap Trios hit us with them as well what is the most vulnerable song in gangster rap uh, that's inspired by Ghetto Boys I Just Want to Die and they can't all be DMX they can't all be DMX uh, Slept on Posse Cuts inspired by uh, stuff like Represents by AG and Showbiz what else have you got of that ilk uh, if Ken Burns did a rap documentary which artist which era and why uh, most satisfying verses to speak at home in the shower or karaoke uh, that's very much inspired by Del the Funky Homo Sapiens work on Worldwide and also which song changes the way you walk the most again Red Man's So Rough is one that always changes the way I walk favourite generic 90s hip hop tropes or track features that can also be fashion like Timberlands uh, rap trends like you know having a kettle whistle in a track just using it to amazing effect like Public Enemy or again I've talked about them already AG showbiz on soul clap do that perfectly uh, and what rap songs need cutting short i revisited the little kim hardcore album recently that has quite a few tracks that could be cut quite short also we're almost at the end here guys stick with me what is the most pharaoh munch opening bar in rap inspired by pharaoh munch himself on 36 seasons with ghostface as dr x he has some of the most but they're brilliant but they are the most pharaoh munch bars we want to know your takes on the most pharaoh munch bars and yes there you go that and anything else you want to hit us up on crate808 at gmail.com go to crate808.com for all your other needs now back to the show yes so ray you're number five mate what what is it what what have we got mate what have we got it's a late entry it was um it's homeboy sandman still champion Ooh, let's go just really fucking feeling so number five my five could be higher of my five it's obviously it's this lyricist. There's people that are, are writing. So I'm still eating that fucking mince pie. So it's just quite nice. So just so stop good. eating them, mate. You've had seven. I know. Just stop, mate. Diabetes it's is real, it's bro. Though, isn't it? Diabetes is real, it's mate. Christmas, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and he's just when there's hundreds of albums out that are all just about cooking crack and dealing drugs and guns and this, this, you know, all this kind of just kind of mm. just generic. Hip-hop That's one vibe. section. There's loads of different types of Griselda stuff. It's you know that there's it's a it is a it's a vast amount of hip hop. It's not. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think crack is homeboy. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Do you want to? No, keep on. Go, go. Let's crack on. Let's crack on. Is it? Let's crack on. So you can talk. Oh, fine. Keep talking. It's fine. It's good. It's um. It's yeah. No, it's just it's uh just really kind of refreshing. There's one track on there called Radiator, Mm. and it's just and you you literally we listen to it. You and the chorus is like I wrote this while the radiator clang bang ba 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 bang ba ba. It's just like you just you can just imagine sitting there with whatever on in the TV on the background just with a notepad and it's just there's something really just freeing and in this world of like you're saying uh, the high expectation of Kendrick and the bigger budgets and more expectation and all the rest of it mm-hmm. you know uh, wherever you want to place that Homeboy Sandman it just feels like just a guy in his flat mm. you know he's always radio done is, that ra- radio is making noise kind of thing but, but that's what I'm One saying day. like this album is it's really <laughs> Okay. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I don't mean that disrespectfully, but what I've learned, what I've listened from him, it does sound very entrenched in the ordinary, in the everyday. Um, mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's actually really good. Like there's loads of rappers here that do that as well. Jamie does that a lot as well. Mm-hmm. As well. Yeah, they the day. That sort mm-hmm. of thing. So yeah, I write it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah you know you're right, actually. Yeah, it, 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 yeah exactly. It, it is expressing the mundane. You're right. That's exactly it. It's, um, and it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's just something, just it's find it really easy really easy to listen to and where so another one of my albums that i'm bringing up is really fucking difficult to listen to but also really satisfying for, satisfying different, reasons. for different reasons anyway but i think that expectation with homeboy i have and big up came on the show last year as well and i think like that expectation has always been set ever since his first fucking shit in the in the noughties uh, his expectation is always high for me he because he doesn't all i can't remember many dog shit homeboy sandman projects I genuinely can't because they're all for me. And I've always been a homeboy fan for a long time to the point that I think lice is the one of the most slept on fucking duos in hip hop. And I think their output with the lice tapes are just, I don't know if you've heard them Yemi or not, but bro, they're fucking sick. It's an ace up on him. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I always think it's, it's good shit. And that was, I don't know that same with this one, same with this one, mate. Still champion. I really love it. it like I said, late entry. So I have been rinsing it, but you know, it's like, mundane stuff he's talking about everyday life it's humorous though but some he is dropping some really things that stay in my head where i'm like yeah shit that's made me question that thing a bit differently and uh he's actually a guy like that though because when we were talking to him on the show he would completely take it in perspective and it was really interesting how he thought but yeah so there you go uh, homeboy sandman nice at uh, number five for ray uh let's jump in on the chat before we go into the next one uh let's have a look here uh, Jack P, Kendrick is more conversational than enjoyable for me personally. Uh, Aaron's in, big up, big up. Preach Ray. Section 80 for me is this pinnacle. Ooh, oh, a good kid for me. Good kid, man. That was incredible. Yeah, that That's when I was calling him God and Savior. Now I'm like, you're not. You're, you're an artist. I'm interested to see what, what, what you're doing. But back then, fucking hell, he was the truth. I'm surprised Ray is into Homeboy Sam, man, as he hasn't always been that disciplined in his rhyming. Mm, okay. Yeah, he is on this album. He is on this album. Okay. I mean, it's slow and it's easy. It's not complicated, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is this new album better than Don't Feed Your Mum, says Osman. Uh, Sandman is the master of least hip-hop things rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well put there, Osman. I like mm. that. That's very good, well put. Um, okay, so we've got Dun Ray's, uh, Dun Mine, and Dun Yemi's. Yemi, you want to go for another one? Yeah, so I'll, I'll go for my one in five. Um, and it's a project by a collective called Mini Kings, the London-based group of five guys of rappers, producers, and singers, uh, Oscar Wilde Peace, 
Benji Flow, Rags Original, Rolls, and Ewers. And they dropped their debut mixtape this year called Iconacy, which is iconic, but I with a Y at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just fly shit, really. It's uh party music, very atmospheric type of vibe. Um, you know, lyrics aren't anything to take too seriously. It's more so just bragging about, you know, their riches and the and, and and the girls that they've got, but in a kind of in a kind of slick way. Mm-hmm. Um, like one line on one song that I love called New Skincare. Um, where Rag says a couple of A-list girls that have been in, a couple of C-list girls that have been in. So like, there's a bit of humour in it as well. Yeah, I think I'll be um, here with that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a nine, ten tracker. It's like maybe half an hour long. It's just fly shit. Um, you know, stuff to put on when you're pre-drinking, when you're in the rave. Um, mm. I was off live. Um, I saw Benji Flow live a couple of weeks ago and they performed that live and it was amazing. Um, so yeah. I'm bigging them up because they're nice guys as well. Um, I know all of them. So, yeah, I want to big up many. Big up, man. Yeah. Is this their first project then? Is this their first release? Yeah, this is their first project. So basically, they've been making music individually for mm. ages, uh, maybe for as far back as like 2015. Oh, and wow. And they recently year decided that they wanted to link up and do a group project because they've been mini kings for a while, but they decided to just start off doing individual stuff before coming back for a project. So they did that this year. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. If you could, because I've heard it once, twice through, uh, it's not always, this isn't always my bag, I have to say, but really enjoyable, really enjoyable, like just easy listen, just like chill. That could be a bit of an earworm. That could be a bit of an earworm. Like that, that's what I've got on my first like one or two listens. And it isn't that long a project, so it kind of get rinsed. I reckon you can rinse it quite quick. But for our listeners who maybe haven't heard them, how would you describe their sound? Is there anyone you could maybe like put them on a radar, like uh, put them near sonically? I think with them, it's interesting because they're like, in terms of like the UK, mm-hmm. there isn't anybody really doing their kind of style. I think if you think of early Drake, mm-hmm. like I want to be successful, um, you know, this song is shit, but Marvin's Room, Marvin's um, and you know, those type of vibey, atmospheric kind of minimalist type, type production that's what they do but so much better My it's man. so much more danceable it's so much more like you can pop your head to it a little bit you know you can you can you can romance a, a female to it mm. you know what i mean but in a way that you know isn't like fake being a bitch but you know um it's all good um so yeah i'd say it's very atmospheric very vibey um very late night like maybe 9 p.m on a set on a friday night we are about to get the drinks in just start chilling and vibing mm. um yeah that's what i would say is Nice. Okay. Like it, man. Uh, Ray, have you had a listen to Mini Kings? Yeah, I have a list. It, to be honest, it's not really, uh, like you said, it's not my not, not my bag. I've not listened to it much, but enough to, like, it's not Boom Bad Beats, is it? It's, it's, it's just weird. It's kind of, you know, like, it's, um, it, I, I know it has its place, mm-hmm. and I think my place isn't in there listening to it. Does <laughs> it make sense? Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's the kind of, um, like you were saying, Drake, but like kind of new age, kind of not synthesized hip hop isn't the right fucking word because it's all everything's fucking digital now, isn't it? But mm. I can't think of the word. Like you know, like it's, it's not boom bat beats. It's it's far from that. It's kind of yeah, modern sound. And I, yeah. I, I like I'm trying to talk about it in a way that doesn't make me sound like an old man saying they don't make music like they used to. <laughs> but that's what this that's what this whole fucking that. podcast is. So there we go. I think, as soon as, I think I think just, as soon as you say boom bat, you uh, kind of forfeit that. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. It. That's, that's, it, yeah. that's that's as as red, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like it, man. I like it. I'm glad that you brought that Yemi because uh, <laughs> I haven't heard them, and uh, I'm always in. Like Ray was saying earlier, there's a lot of crack and coke in hip hop, but there's so many different areas to go in hip hop now where that is just part of it, and the fucking universe is so huge. Like my next album, I'm going to bring up in a minute is exactly that kind of thing where fuck me where can hip-hop can go uh yeah I, I like the fact that this is kind of like oh this is a different vibe okay definitely so yeah absolutely and after seeing kendrick live i now have definite proof that i have no idea what the kids are feeling <laughs> like i have like obviously we all love kendrick but i did not fucking know baby keen was going on like that like, i was like holy fuck like people are loving this that's shit. what i'm here for that's mm. what i'm here for absolutely absolutely man Yo, what up, y'all? This is DJ Premier, and you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. Hey, yo, 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 this is your boy, Farrell March, and right now, you are rocking live with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, what's up? This is Del, the funky homo sapien, down with hieroglyphics, the funk pimp. Come on here for some good shit. Yes, yes, you're rocking with the best. This is the one and only Just Blaze. Right now, you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. This is Open Mike Equal, and you are currently rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, peace and love to this homeboy, Man, and you're rocking with the Crate 808 podcast. It's the place to be. So good for you. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor Nelson, your R&B ambassador, talking all things R&B and hip hop on the Crate 808 podcast. Hey, yo, yo, check it out. This is the rapper Big Pooh, and I need you, 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 and you to make sure you check out this week's episode of the Crate 808 podcast. Tell everybody the rapper says so. So, right, next up then, uh, let's have a look. Yeah, next up, I'm going to go number four for me. Uh, I brought it before, so I'm not going to go too in-depth, but uh, I talked about it in the mid-year. It was on my mid-year list, uh, and, you know, there's been a lot of releases since then, uh, since the six-month mark, seven-month mark. Uh, but I'm going to go Cities of Eve again at number four, uh, and he did drop another uh, project as well, which is working title for the album Secret Waters, which I think could actually be the best one. But I've not had time to sit with it enough as I do Man Plays the Horn. Now, we've talked about Man Plays the Horn uh, length at other points. Uh, I will just reiterate why it's in my four, uh, in my five, it's fourth. Uh, it's, it's, I, I said it before the identity he kind of imprints onto his music about himself. I don't know who this guy is, but it's kind of fascinating, his musical kind of makeup. And there's a massive variety of uh, quite powerful musical statements throughout his whole thing. And the the rapping's kind of secondary. It's more the, the production for me that really dragged me in. And now I'm kind of getting into his rapping as well, which is plodding it is stabbing it isn't it isn't like you're not getting work it's not homeboy sandman that's what i'm saying but it's really interesting how it works with his music um it goes off the rails numerous times. I said this before, but he managed to keep it on the precipice of not doing that. And it's a really exciting place to be on such a long fucking album where you, you would slip at some point, but he doesn't, he doesn't really have a slip on this album. Uh, there's like, it's a black music, basically the history of almost early hip hop. It feels like it seems to traverse that kind of blues, electro jazz, that kind of birthed hip hop. But the way he's done it, um, it's just fucking, yeah, so beautiful. It's some of the most beautiful hip hop of it. It has very much soundtracked many late nights playing Master League and just having this on repeat. And I'm like, holy shit, man. This is like, yeah, I don't know. I love that glitchy, distorted approach. Uh, 
to just hip hop sometimes anyway. And what I said before, I'm going to say it now is it is like a weird extension of Dilla, Madlib and DJ Shadow and kind of like, I don't know, like you put it through the cities of E filter and it just makes it really retrograde, like looking back, but it also makes it very futuristic in a weird way all at once. And uh, yeah, very significant, small, but significant kind of touchstone in this guy's um, kind of musical fucking backlog because he's got shitloads of music out so yeah um yeah and the second album is just as fucking good it's fucking amazing there are some beat switches in there that are fucking oh heavenly i am transcending when i hear some of the beat switches uh just opulent fucking hip-hop music man but yeah so cities of eve for me at number four uh yemi have you heard cities of eve at all yeah yeah i got to check out some tunes um i liked uh chosen um, mm. and the beats which on that one I thought that was cool mm. um, Blues Traveller as well oh. um, I, thought that was, I thought that was good as well yeah he seems he seems really dope he seems to be part of that as you said like that kind of Dilla Madlib class but maybe a little bit more like watery like yeah. the quack sort of vibes so uh, yeah I'm, I'm messed with it yeah for now I'm going to show up for sure Wicked. It, it reminded me, like you just said them, another person, Knowledge. The way Knowledge is going at the moment is fucking ridiculous. He's like the probably top tier of this type of hip hop, but Cities of Eve could maybe get there one time for, for me. But the way Knowledge is at the moment, fucking incredible. His beat tapes are sick. And there have been some incredible beat tapes this year, by the way. I've tried not to put them at any one of them. This is the closest I've got to a beat tape. Uh, Ray, I know you, uh, I think we had a Ray meltdown last time of the mid-year. I don't know if you can even top that. Do you just want to say... If you want to know how I feel, listen to how berserk I went in the mid-year. Or did you want to evolve any of those points you'd already made on 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 Cities of Eve? Yeah, I mean, in case you hadn't listened to that, Ray was not a fan. This ain't a fucking hip hop album. This is this is fucking. It's an experiment. It's accidental. It's a mm. uh, oh, I got a one minute twenty nine, one minute twenty two minutes, two minutes track, a one minute track, one minute eighteen track, oh, a twelve minute track, and then uh, <laughs> uh, it's just. What it's how what how 30, 26 uh, tracks now? Nah, I'm just I just I don't understand why this is still I'm getting spoken about. I'm not a fan. Accidental. Not a, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, yeah. accidental. The beat sound accidental. I just yeah. What are we doing here? Just uh, it was just it was ang- <laughs> it angers me to listen to it. It's like he slipped and fell into a beat. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Not even, barely even a beat. Well, I, 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 I like the oh, ferocity of, of uh, I like the ferocity. That's Sankofa, I think he's got. Do you know what? Talk, talk of Cute. fucking MVPs and output this year. Can we just big up Sankofa for a second? Yes, he, he jumps in on the live shows, but he is a working artist out there. And man, he says here, I wish I could stick around, but I'm going to have to catch this when it turns into a podcast. Oh, big yourself up, man. As I said, a working artist always running around, but he has yeah, dropped some chucking out projects sick... after project. After yeah, project. is it Black Cat? Ketchup yeah. 2, fucking sick. Um, uh, dubs I met. Yemi, in case you haven't missed this, I'll let you know um, that <laughs> this is such a weird story. Ray, pick me up if I get this wrong, because it's so weird. I've, I kind of forget the details. But so Sankofa is a is a rapper out there killing it. And um, one day, uh, a, a pod, uh, James, who usually is on here, uh, made up uh, loads of fake rapper names and there were some real rapper names in there and we had to guess which were fake and which weren't real kind of thing. And he had Leslie Snipes as a uh, rapper and we thought it was real and he said, no, it's not real. And then a rapper called Leslie Snipes made a song shouting us out 
And we were like, what the fuck? It's on Bandcamp and everything. And uh, yeah, like big up Crate 808. And then he starts doing this sick rhyme. And his guys, there's a, we, we somehow thought up a, a rapper and it became real. And I feel Sankofa has something to do with that. But just so you know, th- that came out this year. So if people don't know that, Dubs I Met, go check that out. It's sick. It's amazing that you did that. So yeah, there you go. You've you achieved yeah. the dream of every rap, rap podcastar to get showered out <laughs> in a song. Yeah. You've achieved that dream. Uh, yeah, me next, please, uh, Leslie. Leslie, if you're out there, mate. Leslie, Leslie Snipes. Leslie Snipes. Leslie Snipes. Fucking sick. I watched Passenger 57 uh, two days ago, by the way, and it's still fucking fantastic. Um, that little, sh- that Zoom shot into, oh, it's Ben on black. Bang. And you're like, fuck, yes, let's go. Take this plane. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'm too, too, too intense. Uh, 80s action films. We can do those as well on this podcast. So yes, anyway, Cities V, bang. Uh, let's have a look then. Yemi, you've done two. I've done two. Raymond Ridge, you're up, mate. What, what, have, what have you got? So uh, the email that I forwarded to you guys included Marlow 3. And um, <clears throat> as much as like Marlow 3 has got a couple of tracks on it, Royal and Heist, which are, the beats are fucking incredible. Mm-mm. And Marlo, while he's... When you listen to his music, you know he's got a smile on his face. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's that kind of music. It's like it's it's happy. It's like happy music. Anyway, I bumped that album. I've gone with Black Thought Cheat Codes because fucking oh. hell, Cheat Codes is such a fucking ridiculous album. Yeah, we talked so about it. Fucking kid. ridiculous. We talked about it, didn't we? We reviewed yeah. it. We did review this. So if people want to check the review, we did do a review of it. But go on, go on, mate. Cheat Codes. Yes, guys. It has to be in top. Just saying, it's, it's it has to be in top five because part of me is like, okay, we're you know doing a podcast this is something that we've all got a top five we should bring something that gives uh you know puts a spotlight on maybe an album that's not going to get um yeah you know yeah yeah i feel that yeah. seen see, seen as much and everyone knows about cheat codes but fucking hell just cheat codes it's, you've got it's, you've got to have it <laughs> yeah I'm just this is what i was doing for the last hour like prep well i was supposed to be prepping i was looking at some just random you know that you know that j cole freestyle video from last year yeah just fucking pausing and, and, and but yeah yeah that one yeah oh. jesus fucking christ yeah. that was such there hasn't a been many good freestyles this year or am, I, am i missing a few did freddie gibbs drop one uh, it's, 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 there's just the coast contra one but it wasn't really uh, freestyle, was that this year the tracks, but was yeah, that this year? But yeah that was this year yeah. Yeah, they've got to be up there for um, mvps mvps that was fucking sick this basically yeah just chico the, the tracks on the darkest part with rake one and there's um it's because with which gets Russ gets a shout again. Russ mm. is the man. And then, uh, you love yeah, Russ. Believe, no one ever. Ever. Said no one ever. <laughs> Mate, this bro, no one ever. Last, exactly. last year's top five. You heard it first here. Uh, Chomp, Chomp 2 was yeah, in his five last Russ's year. That album was ridiculous last right, year. Can be fair to Russ. He said a reliably, he reliably rhymes. He always fucking, he hits the fucking that's... nail on the head with the rhymes. Right. But yeah, this one is, you know, then the track Belize. Because so, um, yeah, yeah, me, you, you, um, when we go into other categories, you said about um, Belize with um, Boom on it. And uh, so I got, went into it to listen to that. And then just listened to the rest of the album. And it's like, fuck, how am I not? This album's got to be, be on it. Saltwater with Conway. Saltwater, that might be one of the bangers of the year, ooh. mate. Saltwater hey. is fucking ridiculous. And how is it that da- we? I kind of know Danger Mouse can do Griselda. That's fine. But Black Thought on Griselda, like bending that way. Holy fuck, how good did that sound with Conway? Conway, one yeah. of the rappers of the year again, by the way. Very low key. Not many people putting him up there, but fuck, we'll talk about it in a bit. But yeah, okay. 
uh, cheat codes. I talked about it in, in our review. Cheat we codes. did a review of cheat codes. Uh, I fucking love it. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. It's in my uh, long list. Uh, MF Doom on Belize, absolutely amazing. And uh, you're right on, uh, uh, I mean, fuck me, Russ on there on Because as well. Uh, well oh, we know Strangers. Run the fucking jewels. That shit. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. ASAP. Mm. ASAP as well. ASAP Rocky killed that shit. Yes. That nursery rhyme <laughs> shit. Come on, bro. Yeah. Held his own against LP. And Killer Mike. And Killer Mike. And Black Ball. People, people shit on ASAP, you know. And I think, first of all, I know Ray doesn't like music videos, but I love his music videos. Even his latest one, Shitting, or sh- what is it called again? I can't remember what it's called. Shitting Me. Shitting Me, that's it. Shitting Me. Even that was like, yeah, fucking, you're always there with the visuals, mate. But no, uh, the fact that he can hold that, and people forget one train is his fucking song. Come on, man. Let's, you know what I mean? I, it's not really, is it? But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the darkest part, by the way, Ray, the darkest fucking part, 90s heads. If you're ever out there and you're going, oh, fucking cities of Eve, fucking bollocks. I don't want to fucking hear that shit. But live your life, mate. And look, we have a project with Raekwon and fucking Black Thought, mate. Like that, let's not, and I know Westside did some ridiculous superhero Marvel fucking, uh, Marvel assemble, you know, Avengers shit with fucking Ghostface and Ray and Buster. He put all them on that track and everyone was like, oh my God, this is like, I don't know if you've heard that, Ray, but that's pretty mad that we got that this year as well. But I love that. People's even about that we got a Thought and fucking Raekwon collab and it was fucking sick. So um, yeah, man, uh, I'm feeling it. Cheat codes, love it. Um, Cheat codes. Big album, man. Big, yeah. big album. What are you saying, Yemi? Say my honourable mentions. Um, mm. Yeah, man. I picked the darkest part because I didn't even mind Russ on there. So, you know, <laughs> shout out to her. The yeah. fact you didn't even mind him on there. I didn't mind him. I didn't mind him because everything else was just not everything. That, it's so rich with like the mm. sample choices. Like even if it sounds dusty for the most part, it's still like, ah, oh, man, the, the tune with um, Michael Kimonoka as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shit. Lee, so water, so water, man. So water had me in a chokehold for about a month. Yeah, yeah. Was um, sick. The way Conway just comes in and Black Fort. Listen, man, you put Black Fort on some good beats and you will get good shit. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Give them some good it's beats. So hard. <clears throat> the thing is with Black Fort, it's so hard because we've going. We, we, uh, we've got a, a section obviously for the burst of the year, mm. and if you you pick a random person and then you just pick a random Black Thought verse. It's better than the random person. It's like all of his verses yeah. are just so fucking, just relentless, relentless, rhyme after rhyme after rhyme, punchline, rhyme, rhyme, punchline, yeah. rhyme, punchline. It's, it is relentless though, Ray, isn't it? That's what it is. It's, it's a mm. cascade. Yeah, and that's all right. You know, people have a waterfall. It's a fucking tsunami. It's not a waterfall. Yeah. It's, it's, and, yeah. That, and that's the thing. It's, you, you could never pick a Black Thought verse to be like, that's verse of the year. Because uh, there was that freestyle, fuck, mate, that was probably a couple of years ago. He did, Black Thought did that freestyle that was just like, Leveled up and leveled up and leveled up. I, was mm. it, it was him and Meth growing it's up. Five, it was five years ago yesterday. Oh, damn. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it was, a, it, it was a while ago. But that's when he, when he's on a, on a you know, on a show like that, mm. you're like, cool, you can point at that verse. But otherwise, like you say, it's relentless. And like all of his verses, like, how do you, how do you pick one? Yeah. You know, I think just, that's, sometimes it can get that. And it's almost like an overload and you don't get to pick out, oh, punchline. What's your punchline? So there's too many. But I think, um, no, we're, yeah. And, and you know what? I, I put up a list of like my 
top, I think it was like 60 albums of the year and other shit. And uh, big up all the independent artists who were like fucking, you know, sharing the love. Thank you so much. But um, I love how people were like uh, picking us up, uh, picking me up on um, my verse of the year. They were like, you've got not one Black Thought verse in there. And that's exactly why. I was like, oh shit, what? You know, one, I forgot. And two, I was like, what fucking, ver- just the album? Here you go. Here's the album then <laughs> of the verse of the year. Because the, the one I came to was Cheat Codes, the title track. Because although he does dip into some really weighty substance in this album. It's not like you just throw away rapity rap album. There are fucking moments of like soberness, like to really go into, but cheat codes was so insightful and eye opening and really powerful shit. He's saying about himself, about the state of the world and shit where I was like, yeah, okay. He ain't a rap. T- he ain't just doing it for fucking whatever. He's got substances. Shit, so I, just, I really fucking t- hate this rapity rap, this fucking rapity rap. Term it's just bullshit because r- rapity rap, whatever you mean by rapity rap, it still mm. has value because people are rapping in that way, that are stringing words together that sound a certain way. Mm. Like we're going to bring on the on a, another album. I won't mention it yet. Mm-hmm. Does it matter about the build up? Probably doesn't. Does it? Who does it? But, no, like, no. but the part of what is, what you're calling rapity rap is the value of someone can can write rhymes in that way. Mm. the way that um, you know, Kendrick has his stories and everything but doesn't really mm. you know what no but I understand he that but he could but he could but he could oh, you hold, he, well it's mixtapes listen to his mixtapes you know what I mean his mixtapes and, and I don't think it's a, I don't think I mean I've never seen it as a derogatory term I think no, it's no, like, I wasn't saying it derogatory we, term we, really. yeah we know it as, we know it as it being super That's, lyrical Mm. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. I'm not putting a drug trip. I grew up on super. Lyrical. I fucking love super lyrical at times. But what I'm saying is, when you have a whole album of it and it's Black Thought, I do expect more than just that. And that's what he delivers on cheat codes is what I'm trying to get to. And mate, fuck me, I've got I've got rapid rap all over my list, bro. Don't worry about that. Uh, so right, next one up, we're gonna go in. Let's have a wait. Quick... Let's just go to yeah, let's just, just quick shout to the chat to the chat because um, Osman just pointed out Milo is the group name. I didn't I didn't know that. Obviously, saw the album. Yeah, you know, the album is just his face, just a face, isn't it? So no, you're yeah, because like, oh, we right. bought um, Marlo one, Marlo no, Marlo two on our album of the year. I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know Marlo. I didn't know Marlo was the group okay. name. So solemn, what solemn, solemn Brigham and Laurage. Rapper, Ray, your your memory is fucking awful because we did a whole episode and we talked about Solomon Brigham and uh, Laurage. So, mate, we're all getting old. Fair play, but we did do Marlowe too at the time, and we were talking how Laurage's beats for his rhyming. But either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's not get back done. But yeah, yeah, Solomon Brigham, big up Laurage. He hasn't had so much output this year, but fuck me, 2021, he was, he was ridiculous what he brought out. Uh, joyous, uh, Marlowe is Joyous, says Free Music Empire. Very true, very good album. Uh, are freestyles ever freestyles anymore, says Aaron. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Some of this shit I hear is pre-written. I, I have, I, you can spot a pre-written. For the most part, no. For the no. most part, no. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, no one loves Russ like Ray, says Free Music, absolutely. Uh, only j- rapper he is nice to. <laughs> I tell that. <you> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I didn't mind him totally. Uh, I didn't mind him in is totally my feelings on Russ. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, so I'm going to go into my next one then. Let's rattle through these uh, again. Another one we did mention. Uh, I think we actually reviewed it. So we reviewed this anyway. So go in the feed, check out the reviews. Uh, but number three for me, I have got a, uh, it happened guys. It happened. Rock Marciano and the Alchemist finally combined and we had elephant man's bones drop this fucking year that should for a large section of the listenership who i know do love both uh 
just kind of say it all and we can move on because everything <laughs> we expected, uh, we got. And uh, I'm going to talk about how that might be detrimental thing actually a little bit. But um, on the good side of it, it's like the heat moment. The heat moment of 22 and 2 underground hip hop happened, which is De Niro and Pacino finally got on together in a seat in a film together. And we got that now. And I thought 11 years in the making, I can't remember the amount of times that I've heard this can be touted or, you know, there's a, there's some beats here, beats there that, you know, they're kind of, I would say uh, the pillars now of this uh, movement. So rock kind of birthed it, well, helped birth it in 2010 with Marsberg and Al has just been around for so long and evolved his sound to just shift with the times continuously to the point now where I think Al is, uh, there's no point even doing a producer of the year award because he tends to get it for me every year. And I think for him now, he has this kind of mythos around him that kind of rivals the mythos of rock. Although we know more about Al because he's been around like with Cyprus and mugs and stuff like that. And obviously stuff with Prodigy and fucking shit like that. Um, it's interesting now to see how these kind of almost mythical, like they drop something every fucker feasts, like everyone's on it. Their vinyl sells out in like, I, I've never been able to cop one straight away. That's not on a pre-order. And I think these, they're kind of Renaissance legends, if you know what I mean. They have this, they call back to where we were. They are the future of where we're going to go and they are the present. And there's this weird, um, on this album, it's just fucking ridiculous. I, 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 the funny thing is, is it's pure indulgence, right? Uh, like I said this before, it's pure indulgence. So I know it's really rewindable, uh, but I never thought it'd be this fucking weird, if you know what I mean, the production, I mean, because it's definitely rock. Rock could have got beats that Al made for currency this year on continuance. There you go, rock. And he'd have killed that. He'd have, that's rock's bag. He'd have killed it. Maybe a bit more soul samples, that kind of thing. Now I'm just going to try to push, not just myself, my own craft, but also yourself rock. I'm going to push you as well to try to rhyme on these really weird beats. And the work ethic of that is beyond alien to me because he dropped so much out. The fact that he steps up to all of it, like even, um, I cannot remember, is it Cycles or something? He did a uh, soundtrack to a film this year as well, which is beautiful. It's absolute. And you're like, this guy's fucking work ethic. I wish I had a fucking part of it just to, this podcast could be, I mean, I have seven, you know, show every day of the fucking week. Um, but yeah, no, and, and marry that into like, fuck, uh, I think this year it came out just as I was going to Ibiza. I had it on lock, I had it on download, let's do it on the way uh, and fucking just to remember it when I landed, had one of the times of my life and then, first thing I listened to was this album again. And it just kind of was twinned with that moment in my life where it was really sunny. I was just in a really good mood. Um, and yeah, and I think the one thing I will cap off then before I drop it to one of you guys was that although Rock hasn't leveled up his rhyming, Al hasn't leveled up his sonic landscape, I do think, um, should they do, like, are they doing anything different to the, what they've done in the past? And Al maybe on the Sonics has maybe, but I don't know if Rock is ever going to do anything different. And I don't know if he needs to, but it also is like, I can kind of see what people are like, well, it's the same old shit. And it's like, I kind of see why people say that, but it's so fucking like pleasurable to listen to and fucking fulfilling to hear. So that's the one thing I was going to say is like, Rock's never going to do anything different, but we never fucking need him to. He's just been fucking amazing. But pe people are, pe I have seen people out there going, oh, yeah, same old shit. But either way, uh, Yemi, Elephant Man's Bones, is it anywhere on your list? Or was it, you know, how are you feeling on that album? It's probably in my like top 20, maybe. Um, so yeah, I'll probably give it, I'll give it to that. Definitely. 
listening to you speak made me realize like these guys journeys as individuals are kind of similar in the sense of like obviously rock came up flip mode and all that has his history of like prodigy mob deep and all that kind of stuff and then they kind of like from like 20 from like the 2010s and the early the late noughts onwards have like taken this kind of new trajectory and it's kind of now culminated in them finally collaborating Mm. um like my brother will tell you, like he's been trying to get me on Rock Marcy on a full time and I just haven't got around to it. Right. But this was my entry point in a sense. And I just loved it. I found myself Googling and really doing mad research on the Elephant Man when I was actually listening to the album. Wow. To see like, if there was any kind of like any kind of hidden messaging or anything like that. And, you know, realizing that, you know, the Elephant Man was, oof, mm. God, God bless him. Isn't it? Um, but yeah, fantastic, fantastic album, man. Um, I think if you think about Quantum Leap, Think about Ooh. Daddy Kane, Zig Zag Zig, um, some of the some of the musical transitions mm. where rapping even takes place. Fantastic stuff. Um, mm. I think they, I could hear them like together for time and not get bored. Yeah. And I always said with lyricism, and this is what I love about Rock Marcy. Sometimes lyricism isn't necessarily the rapidly, rapidly, rapidly rap. It's how you say things, mm. how you take what everyone's talking about and make it different sort mm-hmm. of thing um and i think rob marciano does that to a t um what did he say like i've got i've got uh, a few uh, you know my you know my body quality over quantity your favorite rapper sent fan mail to me the way he talks about women yeah like, it's just so sick it's so it's so i mean it's pimp shit he's, really, pimp. he's a pimp exactly he's built his whole it's thing pimp about shit. pimp shit man pimpire mate pimpire strikes back but this is this is what i'm saying about the bars like it's how you say it, Mac, homie, I have banged on about him for a few years on this pod and he's another one that does that, like when he talks about the fucking revolver in your mouth and shit like in the last, in, on Pray for, Pray for Haiti. But when I hear him say on Trillion Cut and big up all them tracks, the tracks are ridiculous. But even if I was starving, I wouldn't beg your pardon. I was like, whoa. And it's that punchline. Mm. Even though I was starving, I won't beg your pardon. And what's the one where this fucking imagery of, uh, is it rubber hand grip where he says, uh, just me and my Uzi, we looking like a couple spooning. And then he moves into other shit. I'm like, fuck, man, this guy is some slick shit, man. Absolutely. And the beats are really skeletal and really sparse at times, but it has these fucking hard keys at times as well. Like, shit, man. Daddy Kane, that beat flip on that as well is fucking sick. And you know what? Big up another little, not, not MV. VP, but you know, a notable mention, Action Bronson this year, mate. Action Bronson. Fair fucking play to Action Bronson. He came on Daddy Kane. What's he saying? You you're bored like looking like a motherfucking stegosaurus. <laughs> well, I know he's been working out and he looks huge, but we're looking like a stegosaurus is a level, bro. So um no, I I uh, there you go. Elephant Man's bones for me. And uh yeah. Ray, uh, did you ever go revisit it? I know you had a few words on the review uh, that you it's not your not really um, no, it's just find that Al's beats, you know, he's forgets the drums all of them. You describe the beats as um, skeletal, skeletal, and um, mm. I just describe the same. I just say I describe them as unfinished. They're just like what this is. I, I don't know. I just feel like they're just underdeveloped. They're just not mm. quite. I just forgot the drum track on half of them. And the thing is, for Rock Marcy as well, I feel like he's you know like so. I'm, I've never watched Mad Men or um, Better Call Saul. And I know they're both sick. And I know mm. uh, if I get into it, fuck, those hours are going to disappear. That's the thing with Rock Marcy is like, I need to go back to start and I need to go, I need to go <laughs> yeah. through all of it. And there's fucking loads. There he's, put, uh, he's done so much. And I know he's got, I know he's got rhymes as well. And um, I just, I think it needs, 
you know, that album, I don't know, whatever, just, just that, the, well, the, whatever, you know, stars need to align to be like, oh, he's mm. over this producer and this, then these beats, then, because ours, ours not for me. Yeah. Cause I always thought Marsberg was the one I did throw it to you a few years ago. I'm not sure if it, you were, you checked it or not, but I always think Marsberg is an entry point for someone who's an older hip hop head and maybe likes that sensibility of boom bap, but more, I'm not saying it's boom bap, but that sensibility and the, that kind of maybe, I don't know, feeling? I don't know. I don't know what the word is. The aura? <laughs> the boom bap aura. The aesthetic. This really and truly, yeah. that kind of sound, that kind of sound, the Rock Marcy sound, the Griselda sound, maybe more so the Griselda sound, mm. it is basically stripped back boom bap. Yeah. But maybe without the drum. Yeah. And to Ray's point, when Al does have drums on a beat, mm. it does hit differently. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hit. Yeah. But he has all of it, doesn't he? That's the Sorry. beauty. He, yeah. he has both like you can go into his catalog and yeah. get both and and that's the beauty of it like he has this is the thing he's he's fucking traveled around and this is just the owl project for like if imagine you being a bigger fan of rock as you were of owl like we all are like i don't know man there's something special about that it's like a superstar forming you know what i mean like holy shit we just saw a star form i don't know but it'll never happen again maybe we don't fucking know but yeah no absolutely um uh, so okay let's quickly go into the thing and then i will jump to yemi uh let's have a look uh oh not much to said at all actually uh the beat on bubble bath is bananas says jack p um emb is the rolls royce of that kind of album emb Oh, Elephant Man's Bones. There we go. Sorry, um, sorry, it is late for you, but is the Rolls Royce of that kind of album? Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'd say so. That yeah. and like some Griselda albums, like maybe like uh, Pray for Paris. Yes, um, yes. The one that, one that's the that Bentley. Bro. That's the Bentley. Uh, pray for Moi, Yeah, that's and, a classic. Uh, from King to a God as well. From King to a God, Conway. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Imagine interesting where Conway went after doing that. And you're thinking he's going to start doing studio shit like Freddie Gibbs or something like that. Nah, he went the other way. This year. Benny as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benny he was running well. a proof that was like Hit Boy produced. Yeah. And then he went back and I talk four. Yeah. Just mixing it up, man. Mixing it up. So, Yemi, what, what have you got next, mate? What, what's on your list next? So, my number four, yeah, my number four is an album called Reason to Smile by mm. Koji Radical. Nice. Um, Koji Radical is a East London based poet, kind of turned rapper. He kind of started off doing poetry and he did the kind of like alternative kind of like incendiary revolutionary type poetry in his music um, for a while from like 2014 to maybe around 1920 when he started, um, as I say, rapping on beat. Mm. Um, and I've even said on my own pod, like the thing with Koji Radical is I've, I can see that he can rhyme. I can see that he's got the artistry. Like if you look at his videos, if you look at the way he pens, mm. he's got the talent and he's got, it's, it's all there, but it's not necessarily clicking. Um, poetry or like musical poetry hasn't really been a thing that's really gravitated me. Like mm. I've never really been that interested in it, um, but I've liked him because of his character, his charisma, the way he pulls, you know, certain themes together. Um, and when he started rapping on beat, it was like a, he, he unlocked a key. He unlocked a door to to, to next talent um, mm. and dropped his debut album this year, Reasons to Smile. Um, it sounds like a coronation. It sounds like mm. he's been grinding for so long. And if you listen to how majestic it sounds, the title track, you know, the way Tiana Major 9 and her lovely vocals kind of like kissed that track and the way he's so like defiant in the fact that, you know, he's kind of grown in and of himself about having to submit to whatever the mainstream might expect of him necessarily. 
Um, yeah, man, it's just a great album. I think there's a lot of like he there's an ode to his mum. He calls his mum a gangster. The last track for like holding it down for the family. Yeah, um, very sweet, very 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 tender kind of beat. He goes back to back with Nux on payback, like the funkiest shit you'll ever hear this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot. There was a song Silk with Masego that goes hard as well. You know, there's some dancehall vibes. There's some there's some proper hip hop vibes. He's got a flipping Khalees feature on I there. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. for a quick one. That was kind of like that was the WTF moment of the year for me. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, man, it's, I think it's a great album, man, and I think it just speaks to you know how much he has you know toiled to be recognised as not just as a poet. Like not be pigeonholed in that regard and to be seen as like a proper artist and being seen mm. as like an encompassing guy. And mm. I think Reason Smart is a testament to that and how good he is, not only at rapping, mm. but, you know, beat picking, beat selection, um, picking themes to rap about, um, flows. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. This album's got everything. Yeah. It, it, when you say it, everything, it's interesting you said everything there. Because I was like, it's really kind of vibrant and all encompassing on different types of music, I thought. And it kind of bends the hip hop genre to other genres as well. Like, it, it's not like this isn't just yeah. like your strict hip hop that you would maybe find in other areas. But yeah, and man, Pusher Man, that was, uh, that was the song that leapt out to me. Mm -hmm. That fucking beat switch on there is sick. And uh, yeah, I don't know, keeps me on my toes, man. I haven't heard it much. I know it took him ages. It's been like 10 years, right? Or something to, for him to actually drop, yeah. drop, which is a long time. Yeah. And I've heard of him like on the scene, but I don't really know much of him. He's always come across more of a, more as an artist than a rapper to me, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. He seems to have other areas he could really flex into if he wanted to. And yeah. yeah, just really interesting person, I would say. And the fucking album artwork, man. Oof, one of my album artworks of the year. Mm. Absolutely sick. Fire, that is. Whoever photographer, I can't remember who took the photo for that. But um, yeah, no, right. instrumentally vibrant is what I wrote first time around. So that's where I'm going to go. And here's the thing. He was, he was listening to people like you saying, I only see him as an artist. And he decided I'm going to hone in on the rapping. Really? And is that where rapping. he's... Ah. I think so, man. Because he raps like he's been listening to people saying, well, you know, you're just a poet. You're just an artist. Like, you're not really, mm. you know, rapping like that. And he, start, he started to take it more seriously. And yeah. you see the result. Man. Yeah, there's some so, bars on here. There are some bars on here. Yeah. Uh, Ray, have you listened to Koji uh, Radical? Reasons small? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not really for me, but um, I, I, I was going to... It's interesting you said that he's a, a poet that's, um, um, yeah, started rapping. I mean, it's weird to say, isn't it? Because people writing rhymes, is it poetry? Is it rapping? Is it, mm. you know, there's, there's no set definition. It's all crossing over one way or another. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just like, in the terms of like, we would just discuss whether we should call it rapty rapping or super lyrical kind of thing. He's not that. And um, that is what, that's what I'm looking for. So yeah, that's why, you know, it, it wasn't, wasn't ready for me, but. Mm. Um, yeah. All right, fair, cool. So, uh, Ray, you're you're up next, mate. You are you are the next one up. Uh, what what have you got next? Ill conscious, Ooh. acres of diamonds. Okay, I never heard of this guy. I never heard of this guy before. Um, I, can't remember. I can't even remember. Mute one's the production producer. Is he? Is that one? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't. I'm not sure how I came across it, but um, this is you know what I was saying before about homeboy sandman being this is you know on his album it's like slow simple mundane lyrics what you're saying just, just about you know nothing in particular mm. this um this album ill conscious um 
it's really fucking lyrically dense there's so much in it it's almost difficult to listen to actually because you have to really concentrate to be able to pick up but he does he's so disciplined with his rhyming and rhyming patterns and and again it's similar to what like what we were saying about blackboard before it's like there's no like oh look at that verse it's everything is kind of consistently like um it's i don't know but it's just the fact that he's really um yeah, it's just really disciplined and reliable with his rhyming. But it's just kind of like, in terms of the subject matter, it's almost like, a, um, like Illmatic, like in terms of, I'm um, not, not soundscape wise, but in terms of, you know, subject lyrically matter. and subject matter kind of wise. Yeah, it's just street view shit. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, just, it's really interesting. And I think it's just some, it's an album I'm going to spend more time on, like really kind of getting into it, getting into it and listening to it, breaking down what he's uh, talking about on it. But um, yes, yeah, Stones. Vespucio uh, Norte's ridiculous beat, uh, Paragon, Bell Atlantic, Mutant. Like this, there's so many. I, I was trying to be like, you know, when you um, put together your top five, I'm like, because of these tracks, blah, blah, blah. And then I start putting the list together, and then they're all, yeah, it's just, I don't know, a really, it's just a really fucking interesting album. Mm. Well, and last- it's just also, there's a little part of, a little part of it is the whole like, because I don't know how you guys prepared for this, but, um, I put together a massive playlist of all the albums that were, um, the, not all the albums that came out this year, it'd be fucking ridiculous, but <laughs> the albums that were like, oh, that one, oh, that one, oh, that one, yeah, you know, yeah. sort of stuff that would stuff that in, interested me. And this is the one that I, kept, I found myself just kind of just getting lost in, you know, kind of thing. Cause so it's not like, like the, again, to go by the opposites, the Homeboy Sandman one is like, instantly understand it. My mum could listen to it and understand mm-hmm. it. it. You know, it's, it's easy access, uh, hip hop. Whereas this is like the opposite end of the scale. I'm like, fuck it out. Like, let's sit Sorry. down, shut everything up and just fucking yeah. listen. Get yeah, a knife so. and fork and fucking eat. Do you know what I mean? That mm. that, that is true. I, I, I haven't heard it much. I've only heard it one time through, which is doing it a disservice for me to put any judgment on it at that point, because it is sounding very dense. The production sounds dense as well. I have no idea who these people are. And it's interesting that you like them so much. Your last... Um, a recommendation was okay nice on uh, our last review that we did uh, check that out as well on the feed um, honorable, honorable mention that is one of my albums of the fucking year so last time you recommended something to me I don't know if you've heard okay nice Yemi but holy shit man this guy yeah that yeah I loved that album and it's really eye-opening how there's just independent artists out there man just putting their soul into this music where they're just like talking about like real deep shit but also making it so fun and enjoyable to listen to as well so yeah no uh, so i will give this more time acres of diamonds it's intriguing me i haven't had time to dip into it but the word i came out with was yeah fuck man this is going to take a minute like this is dense so uh yeah uh, i'm looking forward to getting getting more into it uh, yemi have you heard have you heard this album no i haven't and this is the first i'm hearing of them but every time i hear like lyrically dense i kind of get like not put off mm. but it's like having to really sit down and really, really take it. And it's like, it's like a Drogas wave or like uh, a Tetsu and you, like it being so like lyrically so rich. Yeah. Um, having to just kind of sift through mm. and maybe not even really getting what is really being mm. spoken about, wrapped about and all that stuff as well. So I guess it kind of like makes me hesitant in a sense, mm. but um, mm. I'm, always willing, I'm always willing to check out yeah. that stuff just, just to see what I want. I feel but, that. Um, 
because Tetsuo Youth is intimidating. It is an intimidating listen. Ah, like, um, fuck, like it's incredible in its own way. But do I ever put it on today? Not, and, and I know it's like people call it classic and shit and all this. But even Lupe's album this year, fucking hell, the beats were sick. But I don't know. It's just I've got to be yeah. ready. And I used to like Lupe was top three for me for a few years, man. So yeah, I have that love deep. But yeah, okay. Well, I like that. Um, right. So I'll jump in my next one. My number three is oh, we, we reviewed this already again. Uh, so I'm bit, I might be a bit boring, but at least you can. Go Go back in the feed and listen to this. Some of this stuff at Pan Amsterdam. Oh no, I've done three, haven't I? This is my number two. My number two of the year. Pan Amsterdam and Damu the Fudge Monk eat. One of the best fucking record. It's it is funky. It is fun. It pushes the fucking boundaries. It is a marriage that I want to see more and more and more of of these two artists. It feels completely brand new and fresh to me. That. I've seen it being labelled jazz rap, and I was just thinking, man, calling this jazz rap is like if it's 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 like Q-Tip did DMT, took a hit from a DMT vape, right? And he was then in a studio, then went time traveling and met LP and fucking Doom, and was like, right, and now we're going to make something entirely new and shit out a fucking new musical baby. That was this album. That's so it's not really jazz rap. I understand why people call it that because he has horns on it. It has that jazz rap aesthetic. Uh, but I find it completely new. These two very experimental artists, I find, are almost beyond comparison. Now, I've liked Pan Amsterdam for a while because of his, uh, mainly his singles. He's always arrested my attention. And there's not many MCs in today's world, like Ray was saying, they can be about the same old thing sometimes. And the first time I heard him, I think I laughed out loud. And I don't know many rappers that make me do that. And he does it again on this album as well, where I actually laugh out loud and it makes me, I don't know, there's a humorous tinge that gets me. And um, his free form, Pan Amsterdam is the rapper, by the way. His, and, and he also plays horns on this album as well, which is fucking ridiculous. The horn hornmanship on this is great. Uh, but his free form, unpredictable fucking improvisation, it embodies a completely... You know, when you hear music and it it sounds like it's in the moment, this sounds like it has a real in the moment feeling like compared to other jazz rap, I don't really get. Uh, maybe it's a bit like Fleestyle Fellowship a little bit, but even that, it's not, I can't, like I said, it's beyond comparison. I can't really compare it too much. Um, but, you know, we've got into tracks before in the uh, review, so go check that out. But his bars are insane. One of the, my favourite lines of the year is on H-Bar. I talked about it before, but I'll say it again now, because uh, he does sound a bit like MF Doom, and obviously it's the lazy comparison to go there, because he's very different. Uh, but this sonic boom to the ones that all, you, to the ones that you'd say I sound like MF Doom MFDs with my NFTs you scrape knees from jet skis pet peeves and I was just like right, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on so he, he, that's what he's done I rewind uh, yeah Rigatoni's ridiculous uh, BLT fucking hell so much so much on this album and I, and I uh, yeah bought it on wax it's actually over there uh, on the wall um, and yeah I, I just love love this album and I'm so glad that Damu for me like I'm trying to think what's for next because me and Ray talked about Dammy the Fudge Monk a few years ago on the podcast where we were talking about um, I cannot remember the fucking album was called now Ray but it was a blue and me and Ray love blue blue's obviously a legend in the underground hip hop game especially and what he did with Dammy the Fudge Monk is some of my best music in the last decade I loved it and that's when I fell in love with Damu and I think 
where what what do I want with him now? Like Damu seems to be doing stuff with other artists, and I was having a bit of a list here, and I've got Rap Ferreira, Quelle Chris, or is it or is it a left field a, a, a Action Bronson? Just for a second, let that simmer. But I would like that to maybe emerge because he's got the humor, he's got the free form shit. He can maybe do that as well. And Pan, I don't know what I want from Pan Asadam. I'm just always interested to see what he does next. Um, and yeah, just another one of these if you want to, mate. He's absolutely amazing. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe get some dusty old Madlib offcuts or something. Or do you know what? One of the producers of the year, Conductor Williams. Conductor, we have a problem. Conductor, we have a problem. Mate, he's done some shit. He did some shit with Stick Figure this year that no one's talking about. Where I was like, first of all, his his, his producer tag, he played the whole producer tag, which is insane. It goes off about a minute, uh, right? But Conductor. That was that as well. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking sick. But uh, Conductor, but yeah, either way, uh, Pan Amsterdam. Eat is in my number two spot. Everyone out there, go check that out. Uh, Yemi, have you heard? Have you heard Eat at all? I haven't, but I'm familiar with Damu. Um, I think he's a dope, dope guy, dope producer. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, listen, anything that is kind of sounding like Doom, even if it is a lazy comparison, mm. I'm going to be all over. I'm definitely <laughs> going to check that one out. I love that. I love that type of rapping as well, where like it kind of ends, like the half bar and the end bar, they're all like. The ending vowels, like ease, 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 or ooze, 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 ooze. I love that type <laughs> shit. Oh, yeah. He's already got a fan in me. Okay. Um, like it. But, but he flips it. That's you, like, he'll keep moving. He's it, That's interesting. That's why I always like, keep showing your toes, man. Um, he even talks about Coneheads getting to bar fights. I'm not sure if you ever watched the film Coneheads in the 90s. But I was like, this motherfucker's references are wild. Again, very Doom-esque. Um, Ray, we talked about Eats. I know you said you were a bit of a fan of it last time we talked about it. Uh, still a fan yeah. of it? It is a a beautiful album. And that's the thing as well with it is that, you know, look at all my selections. It's all very like the rhymes are in the right places. They're right here. They they Mm. sit in the right place. And and with this, it's just like, it's free. And jazz rap is the word for it as well. Because the the way, the the way it's produced and even the way the lyrics are recorded, it sounds like, um, I don't know, like it's recorded live in a, uh, in a in a in a, in a jazz, smoky jazz bar kind of thing, you know, it's it's that mm. kind of this recorded in that way that's kind of I don't know atmospheric in, in that in that way. It's it's cool that out of all these album selections, they're all very different in the way that the the spectrum that are covered in terms of the subject matter and the way things are recorded. And even if we were going to include fucking cities of Viv thing, and it's you know just this this range of what there is you know represented here is like yeah really interesting but uh, yeah I, I i i do like i do like the album it's what it surprised me because i went in expecting low and that's again a callback to the andrew huberman thing when you say <laughs> yeah, yeah this yeah. is a great book if you go in expecting the worst but then how do you, you recommend anything how do you recommend anything just say listen to this but inherently right. as read just, what never recommend I anything fucking, <laughs> that's my whole childhood po- was recommended I record a fucking podcast with you and we just put it on the internet. That's yeah, but now all oh, we've, way. oh no, we've given shit to people dopamine hits and everyone's getting dopamine oh. hits going, oh my God, Rigatoni by fucking Pan Amsterdam. No, see, that. see, that's how I'm, I'm doing all, all of you a favour by saying, Oh, oh I see ah, now. Wait, see? He's I'm playing 4D chess first. people's expectations. He's playing 4D chess. Because of me, 
people yeah. are going to enjoy it. We're sitting here More. with our fucking Freddy Krueger fucking 3D glasses on, and you're there over there. I said Freddy Krueger. So you ever remember that 3D Freddy Krueger film? That was absolute bollocks. But I remember going and putting my three. Either way, we're getting down fucking uh, avenues. Uh, quickly, Ray, Ray, check Ray, Ray, quick, quick, quick question, right? Like, are you are you not a fan of any rap that's kind of offbeat in terms of the rhymes? Like so that, it, or, like, or like blue it, face or anything. No, no, not Billy Woods. Babe, no, 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 please. None of that. Def, def, fucking definitely not. Did you and say blue face? Never honest, showing blue face, mate. Never, ever, ever. You want to meltdown? It, is play Ray blue face. It took me. It, it took me a while to get into. Oh, if I'm honest, to, to get, get into doing doing as well. It's, it did. It, it did take me a while, but yeah. Um, but now you are on board. Exactly. Uh, so next up, then. So you anyway, mean my. My next, my next selections will just reiterate <laughs> how much I'm very much into the rhyme, 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 the right place. But anyway, structure. Uh, so before we get to Yemi, I'm going to quickly get into the chat. Um, Jack P dropping a fucking gem. Al said him and Rock have recorded 35 tracks, so he might get a part two. Fucking hell, panties wetted. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, but it's true. It's true. Uh, Free Music Empire. Uh, yeah. It's, oh no. Uh, fr- yes, it's true. It should be said that the Elephant Man's Bones merch rollout this year was number one, and I did cop a few bits. You're very, tr- very, very right there. Although uh, Al has been dropping some fucking sick merch. Generally, he's fucking taking all my money. Annoyingly, uh, Yemi's smashing this list. I had to look up this reason to smile. Says Free Music. He's who himself has got an incredible taste in music. So uh, check out Raw Poet- Poetics albums with Damu. Yeah, absolutely. And Damu's instrumental albums, especially how it should sound, volume one to five, spare time and overtime. Aaron is in the know. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and free music action needs to seek out strange production. He does. He does. His effort and energy is right and day over uh, is night and day over left field production. You're right, mate. I actually do agree with that. So yeah, action, go out there and get some weird shit up in you. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so Yemi. Yemi, what have you got next? So let's have a little quick recap what we got. We've had Mini Kings, we've had Koji Radical, and you had Kendrick. So you've got two left. Which one you're bringing? Right. So my number three is Nux Alpha Place. Mm-hmm. Um, Nux is a, another London rapper. Mm-hmm. And this album is, well, it's not even really an album. He calls it a project. Um, it's not an album, nor is it a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of basically an a project basically talking about his origins. Growing up um, in Northwest London, um, getting sent to Nigeria for being for bad behavior, coming back and kind of seeing the world around him kind of change. Um, the ends he, he was brought up in, you know, the trouble he used to get get into as a youth, um, you know, all of the crime and all of the badness that was going around. Um, and it's all soundtracked by this kind of like dope, what he calls like chill drill, mm. which isn't like kind of like standard drill with like a kind of rampant, the rampant kind of beats and the, the kind of wobble wobble. It's kind of more stripped back. It's got the kind of same percussion and it's got the same kind of tempo and BPM, but it's a lot more like there's soul samples and chopped in there. There's kind of more quaint, um, you know, kind of chill elements to it. But yeah, man, I think it's a, it's, I think it's a dope project. I think he is a, a dope spitter as far as like, um, as far as like his, his actual pen. Um, his storytelling ability is really, really dope. Like there's a song at the end of it called Three Musketeers where he's basically telling the story of these friends that he had when he was young before he went off to Nigeria and how they came and they're, they're separate stories and how they've come back and, and how they rem- reminisce about how each of their lives have been changed as a result. Um, yeah, man, I think it's really, really dope. He does some, he does a really good track with Stormzy as well. Die Hard, they do a nice back and forth. 
Um, there's this really, really dope song, kind of like 80s S, kind of like, you know, low rider Miami Knights type song called Player, uh, which is really dope. And that's kind of like what Knox was doing with his previous music back in the day, that kind of vibe before he kind of evolved into the chill drill um, element of it. Um, yeah, man, I think it's a really dope uh, pro- project. The videos for it are really dope as well. Mm. Um, there's a song called Leon the Professional, which yeah. is basically a story about like the, a vigilante that was basically patrolling his ends um and, and and killing people um until he got um well nearly caught by the police but we don't know actually know what happened to him but yeah the the video for that is dope alpha house as well um that's a really dope one as well if you want like a proper like origin for him hmm. go check that tune out but yeah man um it was just one of one of my one of my most replayed projects because i just loved you know everything the execution the guests that were on it like everyone played their part nux definitely did as well um, so yeah, man, be prepared to listen to hear more from mm. Nux. Wicked, man. Yeah, because only because uh, I completely slept on this guy. He's kind of I know I've heard his rhyming has been sick, and I've heard about it, but I have to say I haven't really dug into his music. I'm so glad you recommended this because all oh, the stories there's a and I've still not unpacked them, and there is this narrative that goes through it where I'm like this is genuinely great. There's actually some fucking Leon the professional is amazing. And then you have fucking stuff that really got me going, which is like, don't look up and he's fucking taking down Tories. I was like, yes, fucking please. Let's go. And then was it, what's he saying again? What, who gives a fuck what Jar all thinks? Well, I was like, yeah, who does give a fuck? So he has all these little moments where I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. So I, I'm absolutely with Nux's kind of, I don't, I don't know his work, but it feels like a bit of a musical statement that he's put out with this one, where it feels very autobiographical, autobiographical. Mm. But um, yeah, no, just really interesting to find out about an artist I don't know much about. You know how much of a student of a game he is? Mm. His very first project, because he's from Kilburn, he called it Killmatic. Yes, I heard yeah. this, Killmatic. Come on. Yeah, he called it Killmatic. But it's kind of got the kind of old, like I mentioned, like the kind of old school 80s type of like synth type vibe, the kind of old soul thing. Um, and he does it really well. He does it really well. And it's been a nice graduation of his sound. So yeah, man, he's a student of the game, man. Um, and you can tell from where he raps. Um, he's really, really studied like his his guys. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, man, he's got lyrics for days. Uh, Ray, have you heard Nux, Alpha Place? Yeah, yeah, I, I gave it a listen. So it's just, um, I know there's a couple of things with this. You know, you kind of go in, I'm not. I don't want to say that. Look, I'm. I'm trying to be optimistic about everything. Okay, I'm not. I'm not being negative. Right. So you go in and just the you know the cliches of you look at the album cover and it's like it's just a picture of your estate, is it? You know, like sort of thing. Like this has been done again. A little part of me was like, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. And then he can fucking rhyme. The guy can fucking rhyme. He's, he's, do you know what I mean? And just all the story. There's a little part of me is like, when you see a picture of someone's estate, I'm just like, but then I, I don't know, saying that, oh, there's fucking similarities with, yeah, lo- there's loads of fucking cliches in album covers, isn't there? Yeah, but, um, absolutely. Yeah, there's, 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 there's one. Tra- and then, but when you look at the, the track names as well, that's another thing as well. There's, there's a few other cliche tropes that uh, become really popular. With, you know, when they're, all your fucking track names are capitals and there's certain things that people do. Maybe it's stylistically what they do across their, um, yeah. across their whole catalog. I don't know, but that, but what he's done, the, the names of these tracks, Die Hard, Checkmate, Three Musketeers, Los Pollos Hermanos, which is a that fucking is a ridiculous, fucking brilliant track. song. Incredible. Yeah. Fucking Love that wicked. Song. Like all of them. I, I really like that. Um, like the names of the tracks don't, they're, 
that's not necessarily what the chorus is you know there's not necessarily a hook there it's just it's it, i like how it's how it's how, what he's done there with because he's kind of like drawn you in um it's uh yeah no it's it's a nice package you know, it's, it's one i'm going to be going back to to listen to uh probably again can you can you we say got that one yeah no you go on yeah, I mean, yes <laughs> yeah, right, we, right. Win. <laughs> we win we win we <laughs> um, ray can you say that title, title track again of that because uh, the way you said it's great say it again Los Los Poyos Hermanos. Look at Poyos Hermanos. Do you know what? I reckon that's one of the most enjoyable track names to say in 2022. I'll put that as a little category out there. Is there more enjoyable track names? Las Poyos Hermanos. I love it. Brilliant. And I know it's breaking back, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Nux getting some love. Ray getting some. Oh, fucking hey. We're all getting on. This is great. Ray, what's your What's your next one, Ray? What have you got? I want to kind of wrap this up, then we can get into our other great categories. So we're doing well, though. Uh, So yeah, number four, number four, number two. Uh, So you've done three, so you've got two left. Number two, yeah, so five, four, three, two. Yeah, so uh, Crime Apple, Breakfast in Haradek. I'm not even sure that's how you pronounce it, but um, this just this album is like, again, it was on my list of albums I was was checking, and then... um, just from the outset, the beats are just, so you know what, what I've been alluding to this whole time is like, oh, I'm not really into that because it's not really, not really boom bap. It's not really, you know, um, sampled strings. It's not, so, you know, it's just, just this, the, the beats sound like a Tarantino um, soundtrack. Do you know what I mean? They're just, I, I, and he's got some. But big up DJ Skiz. DJ Skiz is the guy who's, who's on this, right? On the beats, right? Yeah, and it's just to fucking some incredible beats, and it's like how many tracks is it? It's like eight tracks, nine tracks. It's not, it's not like a ridiculous length. It's just you know that it's like respect for your time. It's like no, here you go, just gonna do a few tracks. Here you go. Like, I don't know, I, I quite like that because brevity um, works. Like, like yeah, Logic Vinyl Days was one of, was gonna be one of my albums, but it's like fucking seventy five tracks long. It's just like no, you're just taking the piss. That's not. That's too long. That's too long. Um, I did say that. seventy. But um, oh yeah, God. just just crime apple, and he's got some fucking lines on here as well. So I take pisses on your wax, dudes. Couldn't fuck with this. Is, this is another. It's one of those lines where you're like, if you don't know, you, you wouldn't wouldn't get it. It's the whole. I take pisses on your wax, dudes. Dudes couldn't fuck with crime with both Chris's on the tracks, and oh, you know that like, you immediately knew. You immediately know that's 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 Biggie and um yeah. and Big Pun. You know, it's, yeah. it's like we're both Chris's on the track. To to any average person, be like Chris, Chris's. Chris who's, who's that? Chris Cross. Yeah, yeah it's just just this little kind of satisfying, rewarding um, lines that he drops through there. And again, he's just a fucking amazing. Is uh, is a great lyricist as well. Really, really fucking rhymes where you expect the rhymes to be, which is just satisfying to me anyway. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, 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 I like Crime Apple for a for a while. He's, he, I think there's a track called Pistachios. Uh, the track called Pistachios he did a while back, which was absolutely sick. Really enjoyed that. But yeah, no, I, I mate, yeah, wicked album in flight. What a fucking track that is. Um, uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought this because it's on my like honorable mentions. But yeah, don't know much more to say about it because if you know Crime Apple, it is that it's punchlines, it's fucking on point bars he kind of is reliable for that shit he's done stuff with mugs before as well which has been really interesting how he's going into that arena as well um but yeah no i think this breakfast in heradic uh, which i don't know what it means i don't know much about dj skiz yeah. either uh, yeah. but um no really really like this album very rewindable i would i would say very satisfying to listen to uh yemi have <clears throat> you got any takes on this one 
Yeah, I, I've not takes on, on the project, but I'm, I'm a fan of Crying, Crying Apple. I always filed him under like 38 Special and yeah. uh, El Camino and, you know, that, those types of guys. Mm. Um, doesn't sound like that's the type of vibe on this project. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'll definitely be checking that one out. Sounds very interesting. Uh, but yeah, Crime Apple's dope. He's, he's been dope for a while. He's like one of those very like under the radar guys that you like, if you know, you know. And yeah. he's just very, very connected with it. So, yeah. There's just a lot of that going on. Yeah. There's so many fun. artists who are out there who are consistency is so high. And I feel sorry yeah. for him, man. You've got to keep bringing fire because you know that other guy ain't slipping or that other girl ain't going to slip. You've got to keep going. And it's really hard. must be really hard to keep doing it. But yeah, man, we, we are blessed at the moment. So yeah, the fact that an album like this probably wouldn't even be mentioned on another, on another list somewhere. So I'm glad that Ray brought it and uh, we got to at least give it a bit of shine. So yeah, big up. Uh, let's quickly go into, well, actually into the chat quickly. Let's have a look. Uh, Nooks, yeah, I told you his name, that's how you spell it. It is K-N-U-C-K-S. Anyone out there who wants to check that out. Uh, Andrew Huberman device noted, but three boom-back recommendations from Ray. Na here we go, Ray, for you. Napoleon the Legend, yeah, yeah, Napoleon Legend yeah. Buckets, yes, absolutely. Uh, Jarv, the, uh, the Amalgam, and Sealance, the Undying Flame. Have you made these up, Osman? Some of these sound a little bit made up, mate. I think he's trying to wind you up here, mate, with some of these. But no, it's always, always good. Uh, free music, getting ready to enjoy your recommendation must be like hitting a half-court shot. <laughs> must be like hitting a half-court shot. Yeah, uh, yeah. 0.0005 seconds left. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want to fucking impress him. I don't fucking want to impress him. Bend to my will, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't know why we do it the other way. Did you see Did you see that Steph Curry? Yeah, ridiculous. Thing where he, he five in a row, just yeah. fucking lobbing He's it. cooking, mate. That's what he does. Bro. Fucking Steph. Desk. The sweet shooter, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. One of the best. It's just fucking unbelievable. Anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, Ninja Rose, have you guys already done the album bit? We are in the album bit. We're about to wrap it up. We've got one more left, I think, each. Uh, Osman Iqbal, I can barely hit a layup, so that will be something. <laughs> Crime Apple is incredible. The opening track, In Flight, so good. I just, yeah, man, meet and reference that. One of the bangers of the yeah. year. Yemi is on fire. It's NBA Jam yeah. style, says Free Music. Hey, Yemi, you're getting some love here, bro. You have to be a regular soon. Thank you. Thank uh, you DJ music. Squiz skiz and uh, squiz is the cousin and uh, dj skiz and crime apple is a potent combination heretic is a town in czech republic i believe yeah i, I think i've uh, seen it, there's a there's a team there that i've seen play uh with the kit either way either way sounds good right let's fucking do it then let's wrap this shit up i have got one more my number one album has not changed. It is the multiverse Benzino himself, Billy Woods. <laughs> Unpack that how you want. Unpack that how you want. That's how he put Jesus himself out there. It's fucking amazing. Uh, he has got these little gems that are just stuck in my ear all, uh, in my head all fucking year. Fucking mad. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's have a look. Well, I don't know. I don't really know what more to say than what we did at mid-year because we went in quite a lot and I can go track by track, but I'm not going to do that. I think that um, some of the stuff that he yeah. said on this album, the sugar molasses rum thing that really stuck with me is still in there as well. Like that kind of, he has them really powerful statements in all of his music and some stick to you, some kind of wash away and then you go back and they hit you back again. And it's really interesting just as a listening experience. It is what it's like to Billy Woods, but the fact that he's here with preservation who I would call an underground legend now, like the, he's been around for so long and his, style is still so different and the fact that we got woods and preservation to this year is really excites me and i was excited here it was going to come up but the fact again it's another one like the al rock thing where i was like holy shit like we've got preservation and woods um and i just think 
just if you're looking at Woods himself, he's just got probably one of the best music artistic runs in this century, I would say. His 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 actual I'm trying to think when he when did yeah, so what's 2013? 2013. 2013 is when I re- like if you start looking back at how much he's done with Elucid and my MVP by the year we're gonna do MVP as well but I'll do it now as well is Billy Woods and the backwards label the backwards label what he's brought out with Elucid what he's brought with the Kai Solo what he's brought out with Shrapnel um yeah has been nothing short of just fucking wow that is you are independent artists who are just fucking killing it and pushing the boundaries of where hip hop can go for me. Uh, so I would say he is now on this album aspiring to this level now of what do you do next? What do you do next? And you just bring back more fucking sideways chat about like offhand remarks about shit that is that real? Is that a dream? Have you thought like, is that something you've just observed when you're out and about? And then you're mixing it with this kind of dark, funny, like atmosphere of, Lyrics about fucking war, fucking paranoia, fear. Uh, it's not an album that you would say is enjoyable, but it's definitely an album that has really hit me hard. Um, and I would say it's uh, just another musical dimension to listen to Woods in. Uh, and what else is hitting me as hard as fucking what he says on Remorseless? What's this? I'll pick this out because it always sticks with me. Uh, I'm not concerned with generational wealth that's its own curse anything you want on this cursed earth better off getting it yourself see what it's worth and i don't know in my mind of like shit i've got a kid i'm like trying to figure out how to maneuver in this world as a dad and you know keep him kind of safe and make him ready for what's about to hit him as you know an ethnic minority in this country as well and these kind of ideas of identity that you know aren't mine but they are someone else's and how they kind of speak about them. It's just so innovative. And he always has been. It's You can't really put many more kind of adjectives on Billy Woods' work because if you know, you know, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. But he has statement after statement after statement in all of his work. And you, it just never ceases to amaze me. I had Haram last year. Uh, Hiding Places was very high the year, a few years before. And now this one is number one where I'm like, yeah, this fucking guy, yeah, in, it's years to come. They'll be like, shit. Yeah, you live through Billy Woods. That's incredible. And Elucid, obviously, and Arm and & Hammer and the way they've worked together as well. It's just singular hip-hop music. And the one thing I wanted to talk about, because I didn't get to talk about it in the review, because he's done quite a few interviews on it now as well. Um, what really interests me is his experience as a Batman in America, but... It's not just about America. It's about the global experience of his family, his uh, his dad, his mum, uh, his diaspora almost kind of thing, and the way he historically ties it together. And he had a really good, interesting conversation. Uh, and I cannot fucking remember what it was on there. I think it was on the fader. Uh, but it, they were saying, I'll, I'll quickly just read out what he said here. Uh, they were saying, uh, it feels like, blah, 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 blah. He says, conceptually, this is one of the most complex ideas I've ever had to try to tackle on an album. It's lots of ideas, big and small. Uh, I, uh, there's a lot going off of blackness as an idea, Africa as an idea, Africa as a reality, the diaspora looking at the land and vice versa. And this is what he's working on when he's talking about like his family, half of them Jamaican, half, you know, his dad's fr- from uh, Africa and what they believed growing up. So when we had them on the show, how religion plays a part in all of this and significantly so growing up in these areas and this, and how that kind of morphs into the idea of blackness and identity. Um, as I said, although it doesn't hit me as a black person, but it does hit me as like shit. 
your notion of identity and how to kind of journey with it and then you wrap it all up in some of the most fucking singular fucking amazing production and i won't even go into the music but the, the lyrics as much but um yeah for me Ethiopes is all that and then some it's just uh, keeps delivering um and yeah and i know church was good but i think Ethiopes is the one for me uh, and it's good to that it's getting all that love as well i saw it on fucking loads of lists out there and i'm glad fucking glad billy woods is getting that uh yemi wh where are you at with the uh, ethiopes and woods maybe generally or preservation generally well before i answer that ray you're right bro what's up with ray <laughs> right that's fine okay cool i just want, I just wanted to double check um, um, uh, yeah, yeah. travel lodge it's fine it's fine <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> um yeah billy woods man um not gonna lie, I don't want to say I'm not a fan mm. because I've listened to a few things and I've been indifferent um, in 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 a lot of ways. Uh, I think I listened to Haram um, and it didn't grab me. Really? Um, not to say I didn't like it; it's just not something that I will really ever really return to. Um, I think it was just wasn't it was really for me. Um, and maybe Billy was as a result isn't really for me either. Mm. Um, I've listened to. Few tunes here and there, and nothing's ever really grabbed me. Um, and I know that this album has been on a lot of people's lists from when it dropped. I've seen it on so many lists. Yeah, it dropped so early, it must didn't be, it? it? Dropped early. Yeah, yeah. So it must be it must be doing something. Um, and I haven't gone to it. Um, maybe this will be my make or break with, with Billy Woods, see if it's actually something that's for me long term. Have you have but you listened to it at all? You haven't listened to it? No, I haven't listened to it at all. Right, right, right. Uh, no, so I, I think it was I think it was the fact that. You know, I listened to Haram and it, was, it didn't really grab me. So I wasn't really trying to get into that so soon. And mm -hmm. maybe if I felt a different way later in the year, but you know, it just never, I never got around to it. But um, yeah, mm. I'm going to try I'm going to try to listen to it before the year's out. Um, but generally my, my stance on Billy Woods is indifferent, mm -hmm. leaning towards not being a fan. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Ray's stance is definitely on the further side of that spectrum. Anything you want to add other than what we did in the review in the mid year, Ray? We did we did this in the mid year. If you want to check it out, uh, but in a bit more depth, Ray, any, anything? Uh, for some reason, you're breaking up a bit now, so I'm not sure if I'm going to come through. But um, I can hear you. I can hear you. Let's just let's just say I'm not a fan. Let's just say that. That's we? fine. That is absolutely fine. And no one, this is the beauty of hip-hop. And also, right? it's just fucking ridiculous. You could say a comment like, it's the most incredible artist of the fucking century or something stupid No, no, like I said that. it's what got one of the most, about? it's got one of the most, uh, most empowerful musical runs in, of the century. Name another one, please. Name, name few. Of the century? Yeah. Fucking what? Bigger than Michael Jackson was a part of the century. What are you talking about? This century. century. Woods, the most incredible. My next one. This my next century. One Michael Jackson was 90s, bruh. What are you talking about? Michael Jackson think this no, year? What you said, uh, no, when you say of the century, that means of the last hundred years. You know, it doesn't start with the... No, the, okay. Of the, you know, oh, right. So, okay. The of the 21st century, obviously. That's ridiculous to say. It's like, I'm no, you, saying, no, for the no, last... So, let's just say, put it another way. For the last 22 years. For the last 22 years. So, the way I look I, at centuries... Is they usually it's were... No, but tell me others. I'm, I'm open floor. Please tell me more people who've gone... My next one. A my 10 next year one, my run. Next one is one. My oh. next one is one. Oh, uh, bro, I'm looking forward to this. Right. But Ray, uh, I, I will give you all the time you need, my mate, to drop me any others, but I don't I think just disagree with them. everything you said about Billy Woods. I don't think he's all that. I think no, that's fine. But you, you, you also, you also said, you know, just to make, you know, 
comments like that, it's just that's what gets the reaction of just, oh God, I just can't believe you said that. But then but if, you, anyway. if you don't know his music, you're not going to know, are you? I'm not saying it. You're not saying you need to know these statements. Like I'm sure there's folk heroes, folk fucking music out there that I don't really listen to that have got massive musical statements of the century in their genre. The same thing, mate. If you don't like this kind of hip hop. This is why I didn't want to comment on it because you go, I know you're going to start getting defensive when I start I'm not getting, hey, going I'm into not, this. It's fine. I just said to you. You are, you are right now. No, right, I've just are. said to you, this it's is fine. beautiful. The fact that we can all have our own number ones and our, this is the beauty of hip hop. That's where I've always come from, Ray, is I like the fact, if you remember, I don't really fucking shit on anyone's takes because really, I, I think it's fascinating we have all this. So, I'm the opposite of that. I'm actually very open-ended and I completely know where you stand up. Like, this is a surprise to me. I know that, Ray. I absolutely know how you feel about Billy Woods. So it's fine. Someone we have had to, to be wouldn't fair, still be, be, yeah, still be being defensive right no, now. No, talking say, about it. To be fair, yeah, but he do, no, I'll keep talking about it because I love talking about it. <laughs> but I would say Ray has to have withstand quite a lot of Woods over the last three years. And I think it's just at a point where, and Al, and I'm surprised Al hasn't had it in the in the neck as much, but usually Al and Woods is, is and Griselda is usually getting, getting Ray's going. Yeah, Haram is another example of just the fucking Al of unfinished beats again exactly on and on and yeah, on just can't, can't do it uh, so let's have a look then Yemi your last one mate what have you got oh actually let's do it quickly there's a few chats sorry mate let's go into chat sorry uh, uh, poetry combination uh, Ninja Rose was it top 5 or top 10 it was top 5 mate and we're still going uh, Osman Iqbal Atheops is excellent but Hiding Place is my personal favourite I think I'm with you I, I think Hiding Place is, is number 1 it's, oh mate Sauvage and Heavy Water fucking incredible 3 fire emerges is that it Osman oh, come on mate Sauvage is incredible uh, but Fuchsia and Green is my favourite wood tracks of the year Jack P good shout yeah Sauvage gets a lot of love but it is uh, that's probably a good starting point for you Yemi if you want to get into this album Sauvage is amazing I hope I'm saying that right Ninja Rose one of my favourite lines of the year is Woods uh, Brake Lights break, break, oh mate Brake Lights Bright Red Lit Face Like a Demon Simple but I was driving home from London the other day Domo Genesis yeah that's a good album this year by the way I don't know if anyone heard Domo's shit this mm. year it was good uh, Ninja Rose Billy Woods run has been biblical boom last 10 years pretty formidable pretty formidable mate last 10 years is up there with rock biblical From <laughs> biblical bro biblical this is what I'm talking about these people get me these are my people These I'll put you lot on the mic next time <laughs> Aaron my one arm that completely came out of nowhere this year was Domo Genesis yeah me too mate no drums Ray uh, oh yeah because Aaron likes his drums uh, it only came across early it only came across, yeah that was the one that went completely flying by you're absolutely right Billy Woods greater than Tupac <laughs> sits back and eats popcorn says Osmond <laughs> uh, yes Skeletons by Domo featuring Navy Blue is my banger of the year this is why we l I love you Osmond absolutely right I fucking love that song Skeletons uh, so yes Domo Genesis love as well bang there you go um, so yes uh, Yemi your last one mate we've got your number one Kendrick and mm. there's one left yes and this one actually came out on Christmas Eve last year but I mean I don't care um, it's one of those albums where, you know, it was released close enough to the start of a new year. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to include it. Mm -hmm. And we spoke about, you know, great runs, especially rap runs of the of the past 22 years. This 21st century, mm -hmm. you've got to put this man near or at the top. Nas, magic. Um, man, when you start an album with speechless... Oh. Like the first time I heard Speechless, like I was listening to the lyrics, yeah, but then when it got to the bridge, I just lost my mind. Like I, it was like I'd taken the same 
puff of that DMT vape and I just lost my, I just lost everything. I lost my shit. I lost all my senses. I lost everything. I, could, I, I couldn't smell. I couldn't taste. I couldn't hear. I couldn't do anything. Oh, I could hear. I could just hear the madness all that hit boy was doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just think speechless to meet Joe Black, to 4016 building, to wave gods, to the truth, to wave dedicate um, Hollywood gangster. Mm. Oh man. I think like, it being not necessarily tied to the King's Disease series and it just being like an album of dope beats and dope raps helped it and it's helped it. Like we didn't mm. expect it to drop when it dropped. He just decided he wanted to drop it Christmas Eve. And man, Nas is on a, a career run right now. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody, every, every, no one can deny that. No one can deny that. Like I think Nas's catalog, even before King's Disease One, was 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 good. Um and very good, I'd say. Um, a couple of duds in there, but you know, it was a lot of great stuff. Um, but now, if you put all of these albums, including Magic, in there, like we're looking at one of the best catalogs in in rap ever, yeah. I'd say. Um, especially as like he's not he's he's pushing fifty, he's still rapping with so much intensity, so much poise, you know, so much class. What he's talking about as well, like. You know, we always see him reminiscing about the 80s and reminiscing about that. But the way he finds different ways to reminisce and the way he finds different ways to talk about that era, which was obviously very, very important to him. I think Hit Boy, man, Hit Boy, Hit Boy is his his George Martin. Hit Boy mm. is his Quincy Jones. He, he, he's that, you know, what I mean, like he is that guy for him. And, you know, they've just clicked in a way that, you know, it's just so beneficial, not only for Nas, but for the game in general and for Hit Boy as well. Like Hit Boy has always been a really dope producer. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he's he's now created a kind of wall of sound for himself that has kind of been championed by Nas. And now, like, even on the Absol album that dropped it today, like, um, there's a song on there that he produced and it was just oh. so fire. Like, he is, he is that guy. <coughs> so, yeah, man, I just think there's just too many slaps on on, on Magic, man. Me, Joe Black, the, the beat is ridiculous yeah. and stupid. Um, you know, 4016 building. I can imagine, like, people just running up a skyscraper get ready to you know i don't know if you know the guys know the story uh, into like your mafios history or whatever but mm -hmm. there was basically one maf uh, mafioso called salvatore maranzano and he basically he based the reason why we have the five families in new york is because of him and he basically worked in mm -hmm. a skyscraper near grand central station mm -hmm. and lucky luciano who was like basically the godfather in his own right as well he sent people to uh to murk Maranzano. I just imagined them doing that to the soundtrack of 4016 building. It was it had that intensity, it had Jeez. that ah oh, man, it was just brilliant, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are just too many songs on there that I just went back to over and over and over again and I can never get tired of. Like mm. if I'm feeling in any way, if I want to get pumped up, I'll I'll put on speechless. If I'm feeling like triumphant, I'll probably put on something like Wave Gods. Wave Gods again, ASAP Rocky again. ASAP again, yeah. Building. Killed yeah. it. It's Primo with the scratches as well. Primo. Man. Bro, we got Primo and Nas this year as well. We got a Primo and Nas this year as well. That's the thing. But yeah. uh, 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 Magic, uh, we reviewed it uh, right at the top of the year. I classified it as 2021, but I completely get it. I think Run the Jewels did it one year as well. Well, Christmas Day. They similar to what, Cam, similar to what you just did a minute ago with the last century. Technically, it's within the last year. Yeah. It was within, so it's with, within 365 days. Yeah, so, so you got it, you it, got it. It, it, can, it, can, yeah. it can kind of count. Yeah, that. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Magic, uh, we loved it. Me and Ray really enjoyed it. Uh, I We did yeah. a Kings of These 3 review recently as well, and 
that was going to be my number five. I was going to take Kendrick out and put Nas in, and I didn't. But it is definitely a massive honourable mention because I think KD3 might be better than Magic, mate. And I never thought I'd say that, but I think it might be because KD3 doesn't have, for me, doesn't have many skips. But we'll go into it. We've talked about it before. But yeah, generally, Nas, all that. Whatever Yemi said, I completely back all that. Magic is great. I think his, you can't, the comparisons to Jigger are always there. But He's kind of fucking blown the catalogue out of the water for me. Does he have a black album? Does he have the, But point is, the consistency of these this last stage mm. of his... Not last stage, sorry. The latter stage of his career. He's 50. He could do it for the 10 years. Easy. So, um, yeah. And what he's talking about. And yeah, the Sonics on Thun and 30. And, oh, KD3. I fucking love it. So, yeah. No, it's so beautiful. KD3 is, KD3 is in my honourable mention as well. But on first listen, I didn't love the beats. I, I didn't love the beats. I, I love the beats more on KD3 than any other project they've done together, which is straight away, I mean, which usually takes me a minute. Like KD1, I wasn't that feeling that much because the beats, I weren't really straight in. But I don't know, just something about that album just, I don't know, hit me right at the time. Uh, Ray, we talked about Magic. Have you revisited it much? Or Nas is getting a lot of love this year on this podcast. I love this. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a wicked album. All of, just uh, agree with what you, what, what you said about that. Speechless. Um, fucking hell. yeah, waveguards. We got a, we got a primo track. Like yeah, it's all of it. And it's got it, thing is just the, the way Nas uh, comes with concept tracks, and you know, just as just just fucking being Nas, the New York story, isn't it? So yeah, it's just, what's not to love? Yeah, it's, and he's, he sounds good everything. though. You know, sometimes you think like, oh, it's going to be a bit tired. He's old. I've heard this loads of times. Or, you know, this we we dispelled these myths on the last show, Yemi, where Nas has one flow. It's like, fuck that shit, man. Listen to some of this. So, yeah, mm. I love the fact that he's having this reappraisal of his work and he's forcing it with this amazing music yeah. he's making. So, and but, we can hope for the thing. And, yeah, and the, thing, the, the, thing is, the thing is with Nas, with what his problem is, he's cursed with what I'm saying, and I think most people would, most people know hip hop would agree is that he's got the greatest hip hop album of all time. And then he's got, yeah, and he's got the greatest three album run of, of all hip hop of all time as well, I would argue. And so if you start with Illmatic, it was written, yeah. and, I am, <laughs> and then, and, you know, and, and then so how, how are you, yeah, like he's, he's he bringing out fire now. Mm. But when I listen to this, and I'm like, if I've got, if I'm listening to, to, to Naz, why am I not listening to the, first three albums we only got 24 hours in a day and i'm asleep for eight so you know and how much time have you got to listen to and god's son as well and god's still son my, still my god's god's son son well. this is what i mean we we that's did his it, catalog we did his catalog and pff, it's littered with diamonds mate it's littered with there are some definite missteps but when you think he's still doing it and the, one of his best ones one of his top five records might have just come out it's crazy uh but yeah well that's wicked so yemi there's your five we got that done we've done my five i do want to say one more thing i want to say one more oh, thing. absolutely yeah go go to paraphrase the good brother justin hunt mm. if you think or if you thought nas only had one flow punch yourself in the face <laughs> yeah very true big mm -hmm. up justin hunt exactly true absolutely true i've heard that way too many times as well uh people mm -hmm. saying that but ray last one for you then mate uh your number one i think we know where we're going don't we with this one what what we got the fucking number one of my top five albums is fucking apathy <laughs> Here we go. Fucking happy apathy of fucking demigods fame. Hold on, demigods. Raise no reference demigods. We have a demigod siren. That's it. Every, the earth shakes every time. 
demigods, let's go. We can't wrap up 2022 without a demigods reference. Let's go. Apathy. And that's it. And he's... Uh... He's, the album's only been out by what, a couple of weeks I think but mm. fucking hell there's some ridiculous tracks What's on it, it. Green Olives the, What's the, the, album there's a, the, the, the album's called King of Gods No Second and um, yeah there's a track called um, Green Olives it's just one of those it's just one of those beats that you're like oh fuck and then it, it's got a build up and then when the actual beat drops you like it's just fucking ridiculous um, there's got there's people on this as well like it's not like made it's not good because of the people that are featuring on it but esoteric black thought jada kiss rj Payne, self-titled is obviously um uh his partner in crime for for want of a better phrase and um yeah it's fucking no there's just there's a track called um this track called disgusting which mm. maybe is the right um and title for it it samples take on me like our, oh really our take, take on me it's just he's got some fucking he's notorious for having some fucking some cheesy 80s samples in it in his beats but it's just uh, yeah it's just fucking and that's that's with that's with black thought as well Sick. it's just got some fucking ridiculous there's a there's a tr- tune called one man army mm. and which is just classic apathy and the, the it's two verses and they're both fucking ridiculous um and I might even have to say verse of the year. If, if I had Ooh. to pick one, um, uh, we could, we'll go into verse, verse of the yeah, year. Yeah, we could do verse. We could do verse. But, but yeah, Apathy King of Gods is just, that's fucking, that um, the album's just ridiculous. Okay. I haven't heard it. I need to go into it. Just riffing off your reference there of Aha, was it you said? Take on me. That he does. Yeah. So yeah. talking of references, one of the most ridiculous references I heard this year in hip hop actually relates to this uh, this podcast. So, you know, James, uh, we do our, what, what hundred songs you would play to an alien to teach at Hip Hop Yemi, right? So we bring a song on each month or whatever to put on this list. And um, one of the guys tried to bring on Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It, right? As a hip hop album, that <laughs> hip hop track. And ev- like, I'm surprised people didn't unsubscribe to be fair, but a lot of people went off on that, right? West Side Gun this year, right? He has a track and then halfway through it goes to Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It. And then it goes back to the Griselda track. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's almost like he'd heard James and said, actually, I can incorporate it to hip hop. So sorry, just your reference there of Aha made me think of the most ridiculous reference I heard in a, in a hip hop song there, which was West Side Gun. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Apathy, bro, it's Apathy. He's, he's always going to be above, you know, lyrically, you know what you're going to get. He doesn't misstep too much. It's always the beats that I'm always like, okay, is it sticking with me? Am I ro- repeating it loads? So I haven't heard this, but I'm looking forward to going in there. Was it Green Olives? He said, right? Green Olives is the track to, to do. Yeah, Green Olives is that, that's the one. And um, yeah, One Man Army, which is just absolutely fucking going at it. Okay. Love um, our, uh, like, just fucking, uh, what's it, braggadocious this all is. No God, was it something? Was it called again? No God, something. Yeah, either way, fair play. Yemi, have you heard much of this album or Apathy? No, I haven't heard the album and I've heard of Apathy, but I've never heard his music. Or maybe I have, but I've just never known it. Okay. Uh, well, so, yeah, well, so while, while we're on the subject, um, Demigods actually brought out one of the albums, which was called Killmatic. That was, again, so when you, when you were saying about uh, Nux bringing out Killmatic, obviously they brought out Killmatic just because the kill reason, but whereas, you know, the Kilburn reason is also a cool uh, cool reference, but so I'll yeah, that is definitely cool, going to cool check that one out. It, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, the, the, it, 
the Killmatic, and again, fucking, he's got cheesy Rocky samples all over that. Um, uh, oh, just tune called Raiders Cap. Anyway, just the Killmatic album from the Demigods. It's just fucking, it's just ridiculous. Did anyone listen? I, to, I know that's not. Uh, did anyone listen to Dramatic, the game? Oh, I, no, no. 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 Yeah, I, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I yeah. I didn't. The game, I haven't got much time. I mean, I, I always, I always like an uh, Illmatic reference, but I don't know how, if it's always justified. But yeah, maybe it's worth I checking out. I think the out. best one for me is Elmatic when Elz did Elmatic. That was one of my favorites. Elz Eye's Elmatic. Yeah, if we're all doing Illmatic references, let's you know, got to mention that one. Um, okay, well, look, look, we've done our fives. This is this is pretty decent, man. This is a pretty fucking incredible year. Look how different these fives are. Yemi, Kendrick, Nas, Koji Radical, Nux, Mini Kings, sick, very different. Ray, Apathy, Crime Apple, Ill Conscious Mute One, Cheat Codes, uh, Black Thought and Danger Mouse, and Homeboy Sandman. Love that. And I had Woods, Panam Sam and Damu, uh, Rock and Al, and Cities of Eve and Kendrick. Wow, okay. So only a bit of crossover. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Uh, let's go into the uh, old chat then. It has been kicking off. Fucking hell. Yemi, what have you done here with your references to Mafia? Let's have a look. Uh, so... Ninja Rose, Ray would love Apollo Brown and Fillmore Green's album, Cost of Living. Not sure if the guy spoke of it. Yes. Playlisted. Yeah, yeah, it's Apollo Brown, man. Come on. Uh, Aaron, yes, Ninja Rose, that's a great album. Definitely one for you, Ray. Free music, Yo Yemi coming with uh, Masaraya versus Maranzano, Mafia History, A+. He's loving that. You know. And then Aaron's got Sadatek, Science of Life. Yes, good shout. I forgot about Science of Life. Really good shit. Apathy and Stu Bangers and Cool G Raps latest, which I haven't heard yet. And Cool G Raps has been slowly simmering, dropping a few bits here and there, uh, which I haven't listened to fully, but love it so far. Uh, Trill Static 2 and Special. Special. Yeah, 38's album with Harry Fraud. I didn't even know he fucking brought that out. Jesus Christ. Uh, I would, I could do without 50-odd songs from Hitboy over three years, maybe some variety from 2023 onwards, says Osman. Um, Osman, I revisited Stormatic after listening to the excellent Making Your Matic podcast, but it didn't sound as good as once I remembered. Uh, lots of skips. Oh, okay. She Okay. Uh, and Osman, it about demigods. That's wrong, but it's fine. We'll let it. We'll let it. It's fine. <laughs> Link to something Yemi mentioned earlier about Nux. Demigods, also an album called Cam- uh, Killmatic back in 2013. Yeah, says Osman. This is what I Yeah. You, you yeah. are one. Anyway. You are one. Uh, A-star, a uh, little pudding rapper, has Scousmatic, which made me laugh. Yeah, oh, does. and Osman here doing the pun pun believable right big pun over here uh let's not forget nemanjamatic who might be nemanjamatic uh obviously but nemanjamatic yeah these guys but possibly the slowest midfielder ever in <laughs> football but oh, also bro. but i mean i'm, I'm really fantastic doing... fantastic play on words and to be fair manjamatic was was a great dm but oh my goodness but it's rock. making me i'm really relishing it i think i want to use that in the pub at some point and not credit the source <laughs> no <laughs> But Ninja Rose, no car cam. Uh, this is my directions, bro. Car bought out two albums this year, and I put him in my top five the year before, and the year before that. And these albums are incredible. Uh, I don't know if they're as good as those others, though, bro. I just don't know. And Language Arts and Woeful Studies, I understand that they're... Oh, my God. I'm just thinking about some of the tracks on there as well. They're fucking beautiful. The way he uses fucking panpipe, windpipes, and fucking... What do you call it? Fucking keys on those albums is ridiculous. And his rhyming... His car is... You know me, Ninja Rose. He is 
my one. He is my Neo. Him and Burial are right up there, man. But yeah, he didn't get in my five, bro. It didn't get in my five. I'll probably change it. But you know as well, I probably haven't re- re- revisited them as much as the others as well. But yeah, I'll probably get it in a year and be like, shit, I should have put that in. Like I usually do with these things. Hey, what's up? This is Black Thought, and you are now rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, 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 yo. This is Stretch Armstrong. Ooh-wee. My name is Bobby Garcia, a.k.a. Cool Bob Love. You're now listening to Crate 808. Hey, yo, what up, y'all? This is Prince Paul, and you're rocking with Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, it's EV Evidence, Dilated Peoples. You're rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast, my favorite shit. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Master Ace from Brooklyn, New York, and you're checking out the Crate. 808 podcast real hip hop uh, so categories we're going to rattle through these lads right let's do the quick one slow burn category we have slow burn category which is uh, an album that you didn't really feel too much to begin with and slowly you got into it I've got currency in the alchemist continuance first two times yeah, it's all right. It's fine. It's yacht rock, and it? it's it's yacht hip hop. It's fine. And then after a while, you're holy fucking shit! This could be in my top five. Uh, so it is uh, an incredibly uh, well currency, obviously. But the way Al is dropping them fucking transitions on there as well, and the beautiful music on there. Yeah, for me, it was continuance. Uh, Yemi, what was your slow burn? Did you have a slow burn? I didn't. Um, you didn't. You didn't forward slow burn as a category. Oh, to did us. I not? Do you know what then? You, you, made, a... you made that one up after the after the after the fact. No, I'm sorry. I, it usually is on the list, but it's fine. What, what have you guys got anything off the top of your head? If you're not, we can move it on. Any? Yeah, I've got um, I've got uh, Earl Sweatshirt sick. Ah, um, and with Earl Sweatshirt, with that one, when he dropped 2010, I thought, okay, there's a banger, cool. But then the al- the album dropped, and within the context of the album. Mm. I was a bit indifferent at first, but then I went back to it, went back to it, went back to it. And then I was like, yo, this actually fucking bangs. Like mm-hmm. old friend, like 2010, like, there's a lot of bangers on there, like a lot of great stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was like, sick for sure. And that's one of my honorable mentions as well. But I, I, I feel that that's the very definition of a slow burn. I feel that album is same with me. Yeah, very true. Ray, any slow burns for you? Anything that you got into, but took you a minute? Uh, well, it's just going to be re-referencing one of my top five. It's going to be um, Ill Conscious Acres of Diamonds because oh, it's like okay. say, it says that just the uh, density, the lyrical density. Is that a phrase? <laughs> it, uh, is now. You, it is. If now. you listen to it, you'll be like, "Sounds ridiculous," but you listen to it, you're like, "Oh yeah, fuck." All right, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, so let's jump into one of our big ones then. Feature of the year. Feature of the year. We've had a lot of music. We've had a lot of fucking incredible Avengers moments like we talked about with Westside and stuff like that. I'll drop mine quick. I think people might just agree with me because there has been a few total standouts. We did a few of these in the mid-year if you want to go into more of those, but I've got Black Star, Peppers, Westside Gun. I've got Stove God Cooks, a feature king on Benny the Butcher's back two times. He's so sick. I need some more Stove God. He's fucking feature king, man. Mr. Motherfucking Esquire on Respect the Architect by AJ Swade and Televangel. Uh, anyone who listened to our mid-year, I broke down that verse and it's utterly fucking ridiculous it's so good uh, so that was going to be my number one and then ray fucked me up by putting logic in my mix uh vinyl days and i heard blue on orville or something called orville and blue on that 
is sick and yeah really enjoyed that uh mf doom on belize billy woods on tabulu rasa earl that is fucking incredible i broke that down this year as well uh, but my number one oh no that is my number one uh or is it my number one jid home remix fucking bars on bars on bars but it has to be j cole johnny p's caddy benny the butcher Ooh. i'd like it, it could even just be the verse of the year to be fair but feature of the year i can't see anyone going past that i'll be honest and he dropped it so early that everyone had moment you had time lads you had time and girls all of you to really think about oh j cole's dropped this in january or something and it's just still listen back to it now it's fucking ridiculous so uh for me it's j cole and johnny p's caddy followed swiftly by conway's mum on uh on god don't make mistakes i forgot that was a great feature by conway's mum on there as well uh what do you guys think j cole or, or do you free open floor uh your features of the year and, and any of them on there oh man with j cole i forgot about it I can't even lie. To you. I forgot about it. because it, because it dropped so early, and it, because like it's it's been so long. But I listened back to it before we came on here, brother. That guy was on smoke when he did that. Like flows, everything, the beat. Yeah, man. Cole lost his mind on that one. Yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely in my. I had to put it in my in my list for sure. Um, my general list. Um, I've got. Bodie James on um, Wiserman, uh, Nicholas Craven. Yes, um, yes. Fire, fire, fire shit there. I've got Navy Blue on um, Quality Chris's So Tired You Can't Stop Dreaming. Bro, um, great shout. Yeah, man. I think it's basically like a song within a song. Um, and he was spitting, man. Talking about his family, his life, his identity, like everything. It was so, it was so pristine. It was so crisp. It was so clean. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to Navy Blue. I've got Baby Keem on the interlude for Savior. Yeah. Oh, when you start uh, when when you start a verse out, when, what did he say? He said, uh, "You ever had your mama strung out where you, where you study division?" And I was like, "Okay, I know what's coming now. You yeah, you've yeah. grabbed me now. What yeah. are you saying now?" Mm-hmm. Like he just had that 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 one line to just grab me, and it was just again storytelling on ten, mm-hmm. fantastic stuff. Um, I've got I've got J Cole. Um, I've got Malice on Pusha T's I Pray Ooh, For You. Great shout. That's one of my verses of the year. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got, if you got, if we're talking about Cole, you got to talk about Malice as well. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I mean, considering we haven't heard much from Malice in a while, for him to come back like that, mm. he felt disrespectful. Disrespectful. He didn't have to do all that, but he did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, clips, collab, please. Clips, clips. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. whetted the appetite for more clips. So hopefully that comes. Did you, yeah, hear, did you hear J. Cole on beer, by the way? Oh, on London. I did, but I didn't like the song. So I probably have to listen back to the verse, but I didn't like the song so much that it probably counted my judgment. Okay. Um, okay. I know he was doing stuff, and but to be fair, when he did that accent, I was just I was like, going to say, oh, did the London we, accent and all that. Yeah. No, he did the London like, accent, and I was like, no, bro. Come on, man. You're from you're from North Carolina. <laughs> you weren't feeling. You ain't got no doing a London accent, really, and truly. Um, but <laughs> okay. you know, I respect the effort. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one guest verse is Doom, man, on Belize. Man, I don't care if it's an old verse or whatever. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Listen, he says, "Danger make a groove of a glitch." For me, <laughs> that is the hardest line of the year. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, man. He did it. Ah, he did the damn thing, man. Bro. So yeah, 
That's it for me. Okay, I, I love that. I absolutely love that. I think uh, him on Sonny Jim's Bar Simpson. I don't know if you ever heard Bar Simpson, but mm. Belize is good. Bar Simpson might be better for me. The MF Doom verse verse on that is fucking unreal. But yeah, I, I love the fact that Doom's your number one. I love it. You know, I love that. Uh, Ray features of the year for you, my man. What what have you got? Yeah, Doom's a big shout. Uh, the J Cole one is just so you know, just so you're aware. That was in my email. I already, I already called that and emailed it to you, and then you said it. So I called. I said it first. I said it before you did. Remember that. Remember that. I got the emails. We can we can post the emails. I think if, you, if anyone listens to the uh, mid year, J Cole was exactly the board as well. So we haven't changed much. But any regular listeners, we're sorry for not changing that much. But we'll drop. Yeah, just. I mean, yeah. So yeah, J Cole kills it on that, and just I just I don't know what what he's. What's he doing? You know, this Dreamville stuff, you listen to it, you're like, oh, is there going to be something in it? And you're like, it's not really, I'm not really feeling it. Mm. I appreciate that he's trying to bring up the people around him. Are they, are they, are they his mates? Are they like, oh, I don't yeah. know what, the, I don't understand what it is. It's a it's label. A, and it, and it's a label. yeah, yeah fair. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not really feeling, not for the most part, really feeling that project. But then, like I said, I was revisiting the, his, uh, that freestyle from last year, which is just fucking ridiculous. And then, um, yeah, that's what that what kind of brings you a technique, reminds you that he exists with like a free, with like a throwaway kind of freestyle. And then, um, yeah, then just he really brings it on that um, on Johnny P's caddy. But otherwise, you've got to give a shout to RJ Payne or whatever he's on, just fucking reliably, absolutely destroying it. Just oh, yeah, mm. um, it's him on, on Butterfly Effect on on uh, on Meth's um, album. Yeah, just. Just yeah, destroying it every time. Every you do time. love that. You do love it. I slept on, I slept on RJ Payne, but that guest verse, yeah, man, stupid. Mm. Yeah, stupid. absolutely. He could, he, could, he could fly the flag for Wu Tang in 2023. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He should just do it, mate. Absolutely, they could jump on as well. Like him and Meth. Come on, absolutely. <laughs> well, look, I've enjoyed. I think this might veer into the next category a little bit because I think verse of the year could easily be that John P's caddy one a little bit for me. Also, the uh, the other ones that we've mentioned there as well, there's quite a few shouts. Um, but verse of the year for me, it's the same as it was mid-year. I don't change for anyone. It is Conway the Machine on God Don't Make Mistakes. One big fuck-off massive opus. He just brings it in and... It's like an open wound of a track. I called this before. And you see this guy just... Yeah, rapping his fucking arse off to a point. It's not like, it's just so revealing and really vulnerable. And when you realise it's Griselda and Conway, I know they do have moments of vulnerability throughout all their music, but um, it really just goes for it. It really is just lying it all out there. And uh, yeah, no, just that two-pack energy. All this I've said before, but yeah, absolutely loved Loved Conway on on that and uh, stressed and all that shit as well. But uh, a few just uh, honourable shout-outs. Uh, we said Bar Simpson before, but uh, well, we've got Slick Rick on Metropolis, if anyone heard that. Uh, Pan Amsterdam generally, Duckwalk or H-Bar. Uh, Open Mike Eagle on For Doom. I don't know if you've ever heard Open Mike Eagle's album, but he did a song called For Doom, and it's so fucking, oh, my heart was full about his love for MF Doom. It's amazing. Uh, and uh, yeah, Def C I've got here as well on uh, on his album for all debts and public and private on the intro. Uh, Kelly, Chris, Lord Queso and Uncle Mark. And I don't think you can really move out 
of the Jay-Z genre when Jay-Z kind of canon when he's dropped something on God Did, despite it being an awful, awful album. Uh, it, it's, it really is like, come on, that is poor, poor hip hop. But Jay-Z dropped a verse, which was fucking pretty stellar. So um, yeah, th- those are my verses of the year, lads. What have, what have you got? I'm literally rubbing my hands in anticipation. um so for me i've got three um i think i really struggled to to decide my favorite but the one that i always like whenever i hear the song i'm always listening to that verse studying that verse really dissecting it Mm -hmm. for me it's kendrick lamar's second verse on savior interesting Uh, when he really gets into the idea of like hypocrisy in society when he's talking about bite their tongues and rat lyrics scared to be crucified about a song, but they won't admit it. Mm. You say, seen a Christian say the vaccine mark of the beast and he caught COVID and prayed to Pfizer for relief. Mm. Like it speaks to like, yeah, man. It's just like, bro, this is so, it's so true and it's so real. It's like, Mm. you're speaking to this kind of like sensation of like people who have such strong views about one thing, but behind closed doors, you're doing the exact opposite of what you preach. Mm -hmm. So I think for that, and it plays into the whole idea of like, don't trust any, don't think of anybody as your savior. Don't think of anybody who's going to like be that person for you to kind of show you the way mm. because more often than not, they don't even know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, for me, that was just for me, one of the realest verses of the year and one that I always go back to. Um, and as far as like honorable shouts, I've got Black Thought on Belize as well. Mm. That there, I mean, I mentioned earlier that he's a poet, but bruv, like some of the things he's saying here, like, mm. Thing with Black Thought is you've really got to like look at the words and read what he's actually spoke speaking about to really get like the the rhythm of it and mm. how he's being how he glides with it. And Belize is just a great example of that, man. For me, you know, we've spoken about like there's not one Black Thought verse, but for this year, that's the one verse where I thought, okay, this guy not only lost his mind, but he was actually spitting some shit. So, yeah, yeah, that one for me as well. Love and that. I've also got. Lupe Fiasco, his first verse on Goti or Gotti. Mm. Um, it's, a very, it's, it's a short one um, and it's not as dense as other ones. But again, the way he was just tap dancing, the way he's, ah, man, it was just ridiculous. That's man. a really ridiculous. good way to put it, tap dancing. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, that's me. Love that, Yemi. Love that. Uh, Ray, what, what have you got? Verse of the year, mate. Uh, so, Apathy, One Man Army. You've got to check out the verses on that. It's flows ridiculous on that. And so the thing is, because it's, there's been a lot of like high standard of like, like we were saying about Black Thought, like which verse? There's a million verses, yeah. there, and they're, they're, he, he just keeps such the, the consistency is, is ridiculous. But but like this year, there's one person that brought, and it's not a one one verse, but there's a few lines where I was just lines that made me just stop everything and just just stop everything lines. Right. And then, then maybe, um, maybe I'm I'm, do, I'm doing the fucking Huberman dopamine thing now because I'm, you know, I've set expectations high yeah. and maybe it'll be underwhelming. But I don't give a fuck. So I just there's the top three of them, and uh, basically it's your your old Drew, mm. your your old Drew. You know, this year it's just been fucking ki- just killing it with those with those uh, 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 releases. Was it uh, the Yod Yod Wave or all of the. Yodney yeah, Dangerfield, Yod Wave, um, Yod yeah, Yodney Dangerfield and Yod Stewart, wasn't it, as mm. well? Uh, but, um, yeah, it's just, there's, there's these fucking lines. Fr- on Francis Ford Coppola, I need fuck you money like an escort. That, 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 just to change, I need fuck you money. 
fuck you money like an escort anyway i just really fucking enjoyed that the man on the moon was my latest project check more boxes than gynecologists that's just that so fucking, fucking i just oh, no, i love that fucking line oh, it's so man, nice man. And, the, and and the one that was the, the one that the one that really fucking did it for me really fucking did it is um on the uh air apparent like child services Air apparent. It's air apparent, mate. Got it wrong. Need to redo that one. <laughs> no, but good. I like it. I like you it. You get it. Air apparent. Air apparent, as in you're the, air, the apparent heir to the throne. Air apparent, but air, air apparent, yeah, as yeah, in yeah, child yeah. services. Yeah, I got it. I got, uh, yeah. Cam, you need me to explain it to you. <laughs> we got it we got it we were just saying he said it wrong but that's just no. he's just and that's the thing like he's got so many fucking lines mm. like that but they're not it's not like one verse boom 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 wow that's an amazing verse you know what i mean it's kind of mm. spread out over, over his albums and um i don't know I, i've slept on it i slept on him for too long so um uh, yeah he's fucking and fucking hell just this the stuff the way he delivers his verses and he has, you know, he puts the ad libs on afterwards where he just goes, who? Yeah, 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 yeah. His ad libs are like In the background, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. it's he really, really takes fucking time. satisfying. And really, it's really him as well. You know, mm. I mean, there's no one else that does it that way. Humor, kind of mate. Way. We talked about this before yeah. when we talked about Yod in the mid-year. There's a lot of humor in his shit. It's always good. So yeah, love that, man. Okay. But also, also honorable mention in verse of the year, um, Inspector Deck on Bring the Pain. Mm-hmm. He's on a, he's on a, RJ Payne track and he's he, he, he kicks off with the line I got your back pain like sciatica Good. got your back pain Good. just Good. that's that's what I'm here for sciatica that's rhymes. what I'm fucking here for because <laughs> we relate because we relate for. Ray because we're old and we relate to sciatica rhymes don't we now as well no More just the fucking to. that's it the the those kind of clever, that's the kind of lyrics I'm looking for you know and that's why and Dang. you know with all due all due respect to everything that Kendrick's done, it, it, you know I like it. That's why when people and you you're talking about Conway and all these and Billy Woods and it's all you know deep stories about their life and background experience of this that and the other. Like, no, where's your fucking punchline? I was going to say you well, the punchline. We've got Rock Marcy mate for that. If you want that, he's got punchline to punchline to punchline in that in that album. I, I, I you know I buried it all up in my thighs, but and Pan as well. You know they've all got them. But um, no, absolutely, I, I'm enjoying these. I am enjoying these. Let's see what we got. Uh, Ninja Rose, uh, what is your favourite out of the two cars that drop? probably language arts not much to call in it to be fair uh, I'm not even a J. Cole fan and it's up there for me his verse probably number one uh, actually my verse of the year is Romish Rung and Ethan on Marlow 3 the that Rommish. is a really good verse by Romish Rung and Ethan on Marlow 3 brilliant I can't believe that happened that actually happened this year verse of the year it's for not, me is the first it's not I mean it is awful but it's not it, it's, oh no no he's, no. he's putting some effort there yeah yeah, yeah absolutely uh, Jack P verse of the year for me is the first verse on the ills by Denzel Curry a man we can't sleep on because uh, he did bring out quite a bit of music uh, also any part of Recession Proof oh my god one of my bangers of the year love Recession Proof Ninja Rose Nas on Beef I thought both verses were fire and Carl's first verse on We Hurting yes yeah 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 and Touche as well that is he's sick on Touche as well uh, free music Kendrick Lamar ain't spitting back pain <laughs> no he's not he really isn't he's not yet anyway when he's older he feels that he will be uh so next category we've got best album artwork lads now i've got a few here because uh, koji radical talked about that 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 come on koji radical was i gotta take a piss i'll okay. be back 
Okay, you go, you go, you go, go. I'm going to list these off. I've got, um, what do I have, what did I say? Cage Radical, amazing, Uh, like, that is a really incredible, like, almost Salvador Dali-esque, you know, kind of painting, which is pretty amazing. I've got J.I.D.'s The Forever Story, I don't know why, I really, really like that one. Uh, Sonny Jim's White Girl, Wasted, Okay Nice, Have You Tried Being Happy?, that something about that artwork really gets me. Uh, Open Mike Eagle's component system, which is amazingly weird and odd. Uh, Loyal Karner's Hugo. I don't know if you've heard Loyal Karner's Hugo, but it's like an off photo they've taken of him in the car, and it just sort of mm. really hits home. And I really like that album as well. Uh, an album that's kind of surprised me. Um, West Side Guns mm. Ten. That's just a striking fucking image. Gets me. Um, a lucid i told bessie i said this before as my album of the artwork mid-year um something about it just really beautiful and uh silk money i don't even heard silk money here yemi but i don't give a fuck about that rap shit i'm gonna just drop until i don't feel it anymore that is what the album's called and that artwork is fucking wild bro it's such a good album as well such a weird brilliant album probably would have been a top five uh, if i'd heard it quicker but my favorite my favorite artwork of the year is metatron's cube uh, uh by aj swade and televandro i've talked about it a few times it is one of my albums of the year it's a fucking incredible piece of work and the artwork is beautiful uh so yes uh, that that is mine uh yemi have you got album of the artwork of the year uh well i mean the silk money one is a dope one it's on my list i need to check that one out um the hugo one yeah i like those types of ones the one with with, with laura carney that one i like that one mm-hmm. my one i only had one uh my favorite is cheat codes um for mm-hmm. one for one reason or another it's just it's addictive to look at like it's just like mad like sinister and kind of like off kilter it's kind of weird but you know it's just something that i like i always like and I had that okay. even, uh, even looking for my spot for now for like honorable mentions. I like the Kenny Beats cover, Louis. I like oh, that one. Yeah, um, me too. Love nice. the album. What an uh, album. But yeah, man, great album. Very vibrant. Um, and it, and you can tell from the from the album cover that you're about to get something that's really like colourful and mm. like just full of life. Um, I like the Forever Story as well, Jid. That's very dope. Mm. Um Elephant Man's Bones, that's a good, that's a good cover as well. Do you know what? I think it's one of the worst ones. Oh, fair enough. I, I don't know. I just didn't like. I love Elephant Man's Bones, but I really didn't like the cover. I enjoyed the merch, but I don't know. Just thought about the cover did not stick with me. I don't know what it was, but yeah, sorry, sorry. I like a lot of color, to be fair, and it's got a lot of that. So yeah, it does. Um, it does. It does. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that one. Um, what else have I got? I think Jesse Universal Credit. Oh yeah, one as well. That's a great you know I mean? album cover. Good shout. That is a wicked yeah. album cover. Yeah, a great album as well. It's, it's one of my honorable mentions as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I really like that one. So yeah, nice. That's it. Nice. That's it. Raymond, album album artwork of the year. What you got? Um, it's cannabis. Which one? Cannabis's album. What's he got? Out? Cannabis is still music. Yeah, one step closer to infinity. It's uh, the album covers by um, Annabella Sikonolfi and he or she i'm not sure annabelle is that a, a male or female no, no, no. who knows but um that person whoever they are does fucking incredible artwork and this is worth uh insta instagram follow as well and they just do okay. crazy futuristic futuristic um like sci-fi cities and um they did basically they did some artwork on sci-fi cities and and then I think Canvas must have approached the person to 
make an album cover and they did a version of the it's just worth it's worth looking at okay. and when, when you see it you're like oh fuck that's 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 some deep shit okay because i always always um, like in cannabis the bad album artwork for some reason so i'm interested to see this one i am interested to see this one if i had time to google it i would but um okay i like it i love the fact that cannabis still gets mentions on this podcast despite you know being 2022 i fucking love that let's keep that up please we should just have a cannabis section what's he doing now do you know what i mean like we should all did he drop something this year do you know what i mean we should always man. He did. The, album's, the album's sick as well but you know, honorable mention, is it a collab but, um, is it just a solo thing he's done yeah, so um, yeah, cannabis, cannabis. No, but, cannabis. yeah, true, true, <laughs> true. Why am I thinking cannabis would collab with anyone? You're right, absolutely. Uh, okay, so let's get into a big one here, but we don't have to like bog it down with loads. Uh, just I've got bangers of the year. So just some songs that are really sad. Wait, wait, so wait, 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 oh, sorry. wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before you go into that, mm-hmm. I want you to pick one banger of the year. You have to pick one tune mm. that represents. 2020 is the tune and in my opinion there's only one that does that for 2020 which will you know, live on forever and you mm. 2022 sorry yeah which, which will be coming back but the, the tune that you're going to be coming back to inevitably and it, when it comes on shuffle you're like oh shit that's the sick tune do you know what i mean yeah that yeah, tune. yeah and so i don't want I... you to go like list off 75 tunes and be like well i think it's going to be this one no Give me it now, and then then let's talk your maybes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. I'm gonna have a look through for one that is my number one that would I go to, probably. And I didn't there's think a, I, I didn't think a, it would be this I mean, one, but I'm gonna go to uh, Mister by Wiki and Subject Five. That is a track that I've listened to all year, and you know you're like, oh shit, I keep going back to this one, and I I put half, uh, is it uh, Half Mad, Half God? I can't remember the fucking album we did with Navy Blue last year, but it was in my uh, like album of the year, it was in my five, and this year he hasn't dropped much, but he dropped this, and Mister is, yeah, that's one I'll always go back to. So Mister is one of my bangers of the year, absolutely. But any others for you guys that you feel have either encapsulated your year, or like you've got four or five yeah, you want to reel off? Yeah, yeah, what would be that? your number one? I always struggle with one. I always struggle with tracks. Like that's yeah, why it's like, tough. You know, if, you, if you ask me, like, what's the greatest hip hop track ever? I could, I wouldn't be it's able hard, to answer. Yeah, like, well, yeah it's a, that, that's um, not a conversation anybody should have. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's shit ones, but anyway, carry on. I mean, that's a shout to be fair. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, gun to my head. I'll probably say Mini King's new skincare. Interesting. Um, that's just a, a track that I've returned to so many times this year, mm. uh, and I think that encapsulates my my year to a teach because um, I think I first heard it in maybe March, and even yesterday I was banging it out like ten, fifteen times. So yeah, it's just one that I go back to religiously. I had so a I real feeling you were going to say "When Sparks Fly" by Vince Staples for some reason. I was thinking about Yemi loved that song. I don't know. Uh, maybe you didn't, but I don't know. For some reason, I thought you made. I haven't gone back to that album. I wouldn't listen to it once. I gone... Really? I think I prefer the his uh, self-titled album more. I honestly. did like that album. And and to be fair, the is it the FM? That is a fucking great album as well. Yeah, but honestly, well. bro, Ramona Parks has replay value, bro. Like it's one of them, like your bangers could have three or four off that album. Uh, it's mm. so like, and again, give it time, mate, give it time. Now. I, I really would go back if I could, if you, if you, if you can Ray, if you put a gun to your head, then Diet Coke. yeah, Diet, Diet Coke. Coke was on my short. Ooh. I was looking at Diet Coke. Uh, thinking Diet Diet Coke. Coke? Mm, maybe Diet Coke's a track. And that's the, yeah, that's the one for years to come. When that comes on, you'd be like, yeah, you're, 
you know, you're always happy to hear that tune. There's something about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a time. It's it. doesn't lyrically not even that interesting. It's you know, it's a pushy T being it's just, just a banger. Really. Being, it's just being himself in it. Uh, but it's just yeah, just a banger. Just a banger. Something about it. Yeah, but then it's, and it's simple. The beat it's, it's not it's not overly complicated. It's just like this is. Yeah, because you can't you can't really bottle that and sell it. Do you know what I mean? It's just this is, yeah. and someone tries to do something similar, it might not work. It's it's yeah. weird what it is that's beautiful about that track. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, I mean, Yemi, if you have any others, please do just you know let us know if there's any others that are on your in your mind. But I was going to say, if you do want a bit more of the selection that it's mainly my selection go to crate808.com on our uh, there we have a spotify playlist which has got like about 400 350 members something like that in it right so it's like a lot of people enjoying that uh playlist but a lot i keep updating that so if you want to hear any of the shit i'm loving like people like don't no want talking about jay is it jay nice uh yeah jay nice brought out like a, a take this year which is fucking incredible no one's talking about hagar the horrible so I put that as number one for like a good month because I was like, people need to re-listen to this track. So, you know, stuff like that. For Dolph, we talked about Stick Figure and uh, and um, Conductor Williams. Stuff like that is always rotating number ones on that playlist. So go there, check that out, and uh, yeah, you'll get a taste of what I've been into. Got a bit of Mac Homie in there for you as well in Little Sims. So, yeah. Uh, any, any others, though, uh, Yemi, you want to shout out before we move into the next category, my man? I've got a few, man. Um, ASAP Rocky, DB. Uh, Corday, Little Wayne, Sinister, mm. Westside Gun, Peppers. Oh, uh, Conductor, Conductor yeah. Williams. Conductor, we have a problem. Woo. Anyway, <laughs> Pusha T, Let the Smokers Shine, the Coops, um, mm. and, 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 and Hear Me Clearly. Um, I've got Larry June, Breakfast in Monaco, Jesse and Abong Jaya, Protein. Love Protein. Protein is on protein my list. Banger. Absolute banger. Jungle Pussy, Critique, QR. Oh, um, Euro Drew, the return of Sasquatch, the Mad Lib beat. Oh. Um, Do you like Jude, Akai's Crack Sandwich? Crack Ooh. Sandwich is unreal. Mate, have you have you heard Akai Solo's album? Because he's got some uh, SOM on there. <laughs> is a real intro to like what he's doing on there. Again, on the backwards label, talking about MVP of the year, uh, Billy Woods and dropping that album with Akai Solo is amazing. Mark Mavi, is it Mavi or Marvi? He he dropped as well. A, really good album this year uh, okay yeah. nice that ray dropped snake oil off that is yeah there's been a lot Rome, we're not talking about Rome streets what he's done this year he's done some sick output and he's got shit on there blow for blow that's another one as well so mayhem loren fucking luca there's just been there's just been a lot that's dropped this year that is very hard to uh, go into all of it uh, before we move on then ray any other bangers you wanted to uh, quickly shout out before we move into the next category terminal the combo of terminology and poor wall that's got to get that's got to get a shout so So recognize my car was fat and and like i do and um just same as what um aaron's shouted as well walking dental curry yes big big tune big Mm. tune with the beat switch as well it's just love that there was a few bangers on that there's a song called the last as well the last is fire yeah like denzel dropped this year as well Mm. usually we'd be talking about loads but it's just been so much music this year that it's like what the fuck uh, yeah absolutely Big Crit dropped this year and I like some of that the fire interlude and all that Big Crit dropped a fire in South Side of the Moon there's some music on the album that is fucking brilliant I think that dropped this year I'm pretty sure it dropped this year but yeah so yeah we have been feasting right let's go to the chat then before we move into the last few categories um, 
That's what we've got. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, recession proof. Uh, okay, Jack P. Best album cover for me is King Cobra. I keep hearing King Cobra. I fucking still haven't heard it. I need to hear that. Uh, just perfectly uh, captures the energy and style of that record. Uh, the open mic eagle cover is great. Yeah, I did shout that out. Absolutely. Bang of the year for me is Calvin Showers by Sankofa. I've rinsed that since it came yeah, out that's in a April. Tune. That's a fucking tune. Fair play. And Walking by Aaron. Aaron says Walking by Denzel Curry. So yeah, there you go. Right, so last category then. Let's have a quick look. Uh, we've done artwork. Um, best hip hop moments. Which one do you want to tackle here, lads? Best hip hop moments. Uh, best least hip hop album. Uh, collabs you need in 2022. Uh, or, yeah, that's what we've got. Or 90s rediscovery. What do you want to do? I can do hip hop moments. I, I like, there's been some great hip hop moments this year. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say Rolling, uh, Rolling Stone's list was one of the lowest moments, <laughs> definitely, of, uh, of hip-hop this year. But Super Bowl, we mm. talked about this over and over again on this podcast, but that was a real moment for me. Uh, for me, outside of like in the popular culture, going to gigs again has been amazing. And seeing uh, a Fred again boiler set, that just went fucking maniacally viral. And then actually seeing him was massive. But in hip-hop, seeing Arm & Hammer live was just a like bucket list bang ticked and then meeting fans of the podcast up the show was mind bending it was really weird uh, so yeah like oh hi cam who are you i don't know i'm a listener oh what this is weird so 2022 has been a ridiculous year because we're outside again and it feels like shit this is what it used to be like it's weird right so yeah for me any any moments of 2022 for you guys that have really stuck out or, or like made you go what yeah i mean seeing kendrick live was amazing um, I saw him with the O2. That was really, really dope. Um, and just seeing how engaged people were, uh, considering like it's not the like most banging album in in in, tra- in a traditional sense, but you know people were loving it, so that was great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Little Sims win the Mercury Prize, yes, for an album was fantastic. Like, I, I loved that, um, especially considering like she's been doing this for over a decade, um, and to see the culmination and see that happen, like I was very, very happy for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I can't, I don't always stand this guy. When um Drake and Twenty One Savage did their fake Tiny Desk, oh, I got yeah. a chuckle out of that. I, I got a chuckle out of that. And the fact that NPR were even saying like, "No, do it for real though. Like, come over and do it for real though." And they just didn't. Um, their whole promo run for her loss was interesting. They did the fake Vogue cover, which they got sued for. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, they did the fake Howard Stern. Where Twenty One Savage, he was the said he was the best UK rapper ever, mm. um, and, and the Tiny Desk as well. So it was it was it was a funny run. Just a shame the album was shit. But, um, yeah, <laughs> major distribution. Uh, not, not, I don't mind that. Nah, don't no. even don't even bother. Not working. Okay. I mean, you, to be fair, you might like it better than the Khaled album. I don't know why you put yourself through that one, but uh, you know, yeah. Well, really, because everyone was talking about the verses and Little Wayne on God Did was is great as well. And I'm glad I did revisit it. But you know, once you're in it, you think, oh, shall I listen to the rest? I didn't really listen to the whole thing, to be fair. But uh, yeah, no. That, well, that's 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 pretty sweet. I like that. Ray, for you, moments in hip hop in 2022 for you that uh, have stood out. Uh, moments that could have been was seeing Rakim live. They got oh. cancelled. Um, I said, I think. Uh, it looks like uh, was it Aaron had a similar Aaron in the chat had a, had a similar thing but, so it's, but that that yeah would have been sick but other, yeah otherwise like we spoke about it before I mean the Super Bowl was obviously the biggest moment in hip-hop this year that I think was of uh, um, you know it's just a moment just I don't know it's just Dre and Eminem and 50 Cent it's they're yeah. there to represent it's just it's uh, early 2000s late 90s kind of you know just a moment in history isn't it just that 
just all kind of just like brought together with you know just hearing still dre it's just hearing just hearing still it's just yeah. it's just just one of those moments of like that's just fucking this it's not it's I can't think of what, what an equivalent like 70s version of that would have been. I don't know. I can't imagine, you know, big moments in, in history kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, definitely. It still <laughs> sticks in my head as well, like the whole thing. And yeah, no, it's it's, it's a great moment to share with my family as well at that time and realise how big hip hop is where my kid's like loving Dr. Dre. He's never heard Dre. And I'm like, this is amazing that I can actually talk to him about Dr. Dre now. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got one here collabs you need in 2022 now i've said this every fucking year since uh, stove god cooks did drop before but i want another rock and stove god i want another navy blue and wiki if it's going uh ll and tip has been touted for fucking ages and i'm ready always ready for ll cool jane q-tip absolutely um and then i was like nars and hit boy do i want another one Probably not. Nars and Primo, we always fucking talk about. So, of course, we take that. But Beat Breaks came out this year. Well, Primo did that with Nars, and that was a great song. Gave us a little taste as well. Uh, but I was thinking Nars and Madlib, mate. Let's go Nars and Madlib. Fuck it. Let's do it. Like, Madlib's doing bits. He's still working. He's out there. Nars is working. If we're not getting Primo, let's have a bit of that. So, I like a bit of dusty, you know, blues and like kind of song samples with a bit of Nars on there uh, more than, you know, just another hit boy project. So uh, that's where I'm at with collabs I need in 2022. Where, where are you boys at? Uh, for me, I want to see, I want to see Kendrick Lamar and Isaiah Rashad on, on another track. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been like what, six years. I think he was, I think Kendrick appeared on the sun's tirade and it was just a fire track. So I just need that to happen again. Um, I want to see Tyler create an Earl sweatshirt, do oh. something together as well it's been way too long it's been i think it's coming up to 10 years Damn. i think it was his first uh, i think it was earl's first album i think that was the last time sasquatch i think that was the last time they've collabed Jeez. and their chemistry was like so crazy so i need to hear that again especially now that they're like in a better place personally mm-hmm. so i need to see that um you talk about stove god and rock i need a stove god and alchemist album oh. i need that <laughs> i need that give me that yeah. i'll be a happy camper yeah the stove god guy man He's that guy. He fits that world so perfectly. And again, like the way he can talk about the way he chops bricks, moves bricks, it's beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I need that over our beat. Yeah, it's, it's just got that voice as well, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Still yeah, not dropped an album. I'm surprised. I thought this was the year we might get one, but no, he's just common, fucking littered us with amazing features. <laughs> so, yeah, fair play to him. Um, you put all his features into one album, it's probably the best album of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't it? I know, absolutely, yeah. No, love that. Okay. Uh, Ray, collabs, and you can't say Nas and Primo or Rakim and Primo because you say that every fucking year. So we know that is Red. Eminem, Eminem and Primo. <laughs> anyone no. and Primo. <laughs> no, but is there, is there anyone a bit... I'm trying to think. Is there, it, I'm not even joking. I was going to say M and Primo because M over... Eminem beats is just no one wants that. I don't want Eminem over mm. Eminem beats. No one likes Eminem's. But I don't know. I don't know why Eminem even listens to Eminem beats. But no one likes beats. Rapper of all time. Say again. He's the worst producer rapper of all time. Producer rapper of all time. Like, in terms of a rapper who makes his own beats, he's the worst at it. Yeah, of all time. I need to. I need to sit on that and think yeah, of who else yeah. is. But he's he's up there, man. But this is what yeah, we no, about- yeah, definitely. Sorry, go on. Fa- yeah, fa- fam- yeah, famously, just beats just fucking awful. But M over Primo, you know he would bring fire lyrics over uh, over over Primo beats. That's 
that that's yeah it always makes me I don't think want an album. What they... i don't want just i don't want a track to tick the box and move on with your lives no i want a fucking album yeah give me a fucking album i always make me think wonder, wonder what they're just doing at home and like that like, how are you not just thinking and don't need the money i'm hope primo don't need the money but it's almost like just do it lads like you just don't like unless they don't get on or something <laughs> unless they don't get on or something but it's like just, just do it mate just like you're here like why not like you know what i mean like fucking hell but either way no i like that i like that so i think we're gonna wrap up here hold on let me quickly go through these again collabs we've done uh project that made you change your mind about an artist i've got namir blade on metropolis uh, i did not know that's how extensive his craft uh, really went and uh very long album very long album but a very definitive artistic statement that i did not see coming and uh i'm looking forward to seeing what it does next now because i didn't think about namir blade like that at all and metropolis is a really good album so for me it's namir blade any projects that made you change your minds about artists guys yeah. yeah, you're just your old drink for me. That's just what I was just saying about mm-hmm. paying more attention to uh, his back catalog. Yeah. I've got um, M. Honcho. Um, he dropped a project called Chasing Euphoria this year. Yeah. And I'm never really a big fan of the way he kind of like, his kind of brand of like melodic, melodic, like rap, singy type shit. But, and it's a long album as well, but it's it's a really good album. It's very cohesive. It's very like, it's very dope. So yeah, I'll be yeah. checking out more M. In the future, I bought Ed years ago to this podcast. Uh, I think it's about three years ago. I bought him as one of my honorable mentions. Honorable mentions, and uh, yeah, no, I, I'm just into, I haven't really uh, digged into his new stuff, so I need to check that out. Yeah, thank you for recommending that. Um, <clears throat> okay, I love that. Uh, best podcast, uh, yeah, we've done that bit. Yeah, we've done that bit. MVP of the fucking year, we've not done MVP of the year, and the best album you'll never listen to again. Best album you'll never listen to again. I've got. <sighs> Salt's Air. KD3. You got KD3. KD3 uh, by Nas for uh, Ray. For me, I've got uh, Salt Air. Everyone's banging away. I love fucking Salt. They bought out a lot. But Air, I'll probably never listen to it again, but it's so beautiful. But if we're going hip hop, hip hop, I'm going Elzai in Georgia and Mordrow. Mordrow? Yeah, Mordrow. Zeitgeist, which is a lovely, great Elzai album. I just haven't listened to it again. I just haven't listened to it again. It's really odd that I haven't done that. And I love Elzai. So that's my best album I'll never listen to again. Um, but now I want to kind of listen to it because <laughs> I just said it. Yeah, I, I didn't like so I didn't like Air, man. I, I love Soul, but I didn't like Air. I think Air was just too, like, too fancy, man. Yeah, so it's a score, isn't it? It's like... Like, nah, that's the, not what I come to salt for. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But. They were flexing on some level there, but I just didn't know. Yeah. I wasn't, but it got mad reviews. Like everyone was, and I was like, the other shit they've dropped is way beyond this, mate. Come on. Way better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. But um, for me, I've only got one. Shane War, Food for Thought. Okay. Um, it was great on first listen, but over the year, I've just not found myself going back to it. And that was the first time I'd actually listened to Shane Noir and I thought she was dope as a rapper. Mm. But generally, like, it's just not something that I've gravitated back to for yeah. whatever reason. So, yeah, I'll probably I'll that the one. Interesting. Ray, you got KD3. Just never going to go back to that? Is then the beat's not keeping you, keeping you coming back? Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's all right, but he's done better, so. <laughs> but it doesn't mean you don't have to listen to it. Well, yeah, it does. It means exactly that. I've got a finite time. I love how you're... Yeah, time, time's ticking down for all of us. We've got a min, finite time left. We need to maximise how we use it and what what decent music... Well, listen to Naz's 
what seventh best album when I can listen to it. the rest of his better album? What? 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 I think it's his fifth. You're not operating I logically. I Why think it's his fifth. I do that. Doesn't make sense. Fair enough. That's oh, the fifth, right, fifth bit. Still, same point. <laughs> That's how Ray's mind is working right now for you guys. So, Ray, how do you how do you how do you how do you rank all of the new Nas albums? What's top to bottom for you? So uh, it's KD well, one, two, and three. The, the first, three. Yeah, KD one, two, three, and Magic. Yeah, uh, probably put Magic ahead of the KD one, two, and three. To be honest, I did I did did rate did rate did rate Magic and KD one, two. They've all got like this littered with tracks that are like, oh, that's that's good, and that's good, but it's not just the whole projects are just. Uh, Nothing really springs out. I mean, but it goes. Yeah, I just three yeah, magic to like, 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 like I said, he's just cursed with having creating already. You know, already having some fucking world changing albums behind him. So yeah, thing is, we still like I've I've listened to those so much. Sometimes I want fresh Nars. Sometimes I just need fresh Nars, and that's what these are kind of providing. MVP of the year, then lads. I've done Billy Woods and backwards. Uh, we've talked about this before. We've we could do producers of the year if you want to as well, but usually it's alchemy, so don't worry about that. Preservation and conductor we've already talked about as well. For you guys, Yemi, MVP of the year, who have you uh, got, my man? The alchemist, simple as that. Um, I think he just went, I mean, he's been going ham for years and there's just another year where he's gone ham, but a lot of these tracks, like, let's not forget, he produced Johnny P's caddy. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. We switch up on um, Freddie Gibbs' Blackest in the Room is 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 stupid, mm. absolutely stupid. Um, obviously, currency, Rock Marcy. Um, he did a lot on Earl. He did Old Friend and Live. Count of Love, Conway. Um, he did We Cry Together, Kendrick, Diesel, which is probably like the best Lucy of the year with mm. Coogee Rap. Um, so yeah, man, I think our hours on a is on a he's on a run right now, man. It shows no signs of stopping, so it's got to be him, man. Okay. I'm glad that you took this this time because usually it's me who's saying that every year. So I'm glad that Yemi took this one for me. So yeah, no, fair play. Absolutely can see that. Uh, Ray, MVP of the year. Who you got? Alchemist. <laughs> Imagine. One day he'll drop a Boom Bap album. Yeah, I don't really have an answer for this question because I don't, know, I don't think I really believe in uh, being an MVP. It's not really. For you though, who, like, who's been your most valuable? Is it Apathy? Who's been your most valuable, like, rapper like yeah, well, you can't be the MVP if we just drop one album but no, that's what I'm asking you like who, who is it like for you like uh, that has just is there no one that's kind of just been consistently dropping stuff for you this year no there's no there's no one that kind of we won't talk about Kanye will we no god no I hope not <laughs> I hope not it's gone men this is to be fair if we talk about you and hip hop you can't really not notice him it seems to be such a fucking massive thing but um yeah, no. Uh, okay, fair enough. No MVP. That's fine. You don't have to have an MVP if you don't want to, mate. No one's gonna, yeah, no nah. one's gonna think about that. Uh, but <clears throat> there we go. Then so let's quickly jump into the chat <clears throat> before we finish. And I lose my voice. And let's have a look. What we've got here. Uh, Ninja Rose, Wiki the Fo oh Wiki the Fonz. Fuck yes, another one on the album. Uh, Benny's Johnny Peace Caddy, uh, Reaper by AJ Sade and Televangel, who've got a lot of love. I, I really appreciate what they're doing. Car, it's not true. Mav and PA, uh, this could be the end. Pusha T's Diet Coke. Yeah, I think Diet Coke's probably going to be, if you had a poll, I think Diet Coke would be voted the uh, track of the year next to Johnny P's Caddy. One of the two. Uh, but wow, what two tracks to go for. Uh, Aaron, I had tickets for Jizzer and Rakim but both got cancelled and postponed. Uh, he's seen Jeru in, uh, uh, Jeru in January. Bro, 
Uh, I had Alchemist and Rock tickets cancelled. I had fucking Conway tickets cancelled. Uh, UK shit for, for keeping artists in there. Fucking So, yeah, trust me, I feel your pain there. Absolutely. So good. I get to see, didn't get to see them. Um, Ninja Rose, I want to see Car and Alchemist. Oh, my God, you're ticking all the fucking boxes there. Nars and Apollo Brown. Okay. I'm here for that. Black Thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be here for that. Black Thought and Madlib. Yeah, Nars... N- Nas and, and, and Apollo Brown is a, is a really good fucking chat. Yeah, I love that Ninja Rose. Black Thought Man. Make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah, definitely. Let's will it into existence like Leslie Snipes. Uh, Jack P, the collab I need next year is Danny Brown and Madlib. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Jack P, that has come off the top rope. Right off the top rope. Put my head into that top, top buckle. That's crazy. Uh, the collab I need next year, like Armand Hammond and Darringer said Ninja Rose. Oh, I'm not sure if that'd work, mate, but. But yeah, now I'm thinking more and more about it. I won't, I won't do that. It's, it's bad listening for the people to be thinking. Sanko for MVPs. Oh, big up. Yeah, Jack P. Nine, inc- nine, nine incredible yeah. records. That is amazing. Uh, and, yeah, uh, and and uh, is it, are we pronouncing that Vulture, Vulture Combat? I think it is. Is that how we're pronouncing I it? I think it's all Vulture. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, so I, I haven't had a chance to, to, to check it yet. But um, There you go. Yeah, he's he's done like a, and musically, there's a, there's a big range in in mm. what each album is conveying. So yeah, it's uh, it's he's Love it. fucking out. Just it put out so much. It's, it's, yeah, it's that's a crazy, lot. But. That is a work. And Odry couldn't jump in on the live chat, mate. He's making another album. He's making his tenth before the end of the year. Uh, but yeah. yeah, big up. And you know what? Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy New Year. Thank you all the patrons who've jumped on. What we've been sit back jolly in this whole fucking year, man. We have done some bits. And Yemi, thank you so much for jumping on with us as well. Mm. Uh, and I just want to say big up to all the artists, man. Like Def C out there, Close Sessions, fucking uh, Rap Ferreira, all these people out there who interact with us as well on, on the pod as well. Really appreciate all you lot. And uh, I can't wait for 2023, man. 2023 could be sick. But uh, Ray, Yemi, we should catch you soon. Yemi, doors are open, bro. The fans love you. We love having you, mate. So anytime you want to jump on, man, we're always about. I just realized I'm muted. Um, <laughs> I was going to say thank you for having me, man. As always, man. Uh, always enjoy coming on. Congratulations on another great year. You guys have done some amazing things. Thank you. Tackled a lot of amazing topics. Long may it continue. Um, so yeah, man, needed in the ecosystem. Long may it continue. <laughs> you too, man. You too, absolutely. Uh, Ray, take yeah. it easy, mate. You have a good one. And yeah, Merry Christmas. God, it's only around the corner. Yeah, man. Peace. peace. See you later. Yeah. Peace, 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 everyone. <laughs>